0: Welcome to episode 108 of Flicks in a Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me, forever no always, the man, the myth, the cat of death, Alessandro Bylesi. Say hello, Al.
1: All right, bitch child. All right. <laughs>
0: nice. Uh, <laughs> on this week's episode, superheroes, Star Wars, and nuggets, oh my. All before diving into our flick of the week, Dr. Sleep, but first, Al, what are we drinking?
1: We're drinking Good Nature Farm Brewery and Tap Room, Rotation Nation 5 from the Rotation Nation series. Nice. It's a New England IPA, double dry hopped with Galaxy and Idaho 7 hops. This is from Hamilton, New York. The Rotation Nation 5 delivers a complex blend of Galaxy and Idaho 7 hops, ripe with apricot and passion fruit, resiny pine, and hints of black tea. RN5 is the fifth brew in a series of juicy, rotational IPAs designed by co-founder Matt.
0: Man, this sounds really up my alley. It does. Like, you, you told me this beer, and I picked it out of the fridge, and I was reading over the can. I was like, I don't know Al was giving me a treat tonight. I believe the words that say? you
1: used were, oh, hell yeah?
0: Oh, hell yes. <laughs> um,
1: hell yes. So, fun fact about this beer, I have no idea where it came from. Huh. Found a four-pack in, in, of it in my house. <laughs> Found a four-pack nice. of these pint cans in my house, and I assumed that they were Dominic's. Um, because occasionally he'll just bring beer. And this is because I found it several weeks ago as well. He was still house-sitting. He was house-sitting uh, for his boss for six months. Right. Uh, but he only lived, was living 20 minutes away from our house, so he'd come back once or twice during the week for dinner, come on Sundays, we'll, we'll watch football together, stuff like that. you know. So like, sometimes he brings in a bunch of beer, leaves it here, sure. whatever, or we drink some of it, whatever's left over, he just leaves it rather than bringing it back to his place. No big deal. So he came back. He hadn't been around for a while. Oh, because he'd gone on vacation for two weeks. Um, so he comes back, and I, I just happened to stumble on this beer somewhere, and I said, Doc, this has been sitting around. I remember seeing it a while back. I keep forgetting to ask you about it. Where did you get this beer? He goes, I didn't get that beer. I was like, huh. So I went to my dad, because <laughs> yeah. there's this guy who works for him who's an even bigger beer nut than I am, including like, an even bigger beer maker than I am. Um, oh, nice. Who, you know, I, when I see him every once in a while, you know, we chat, stuff, whatever. But he goes on trips. He lives up near Albany or past Albany. So he goes up to Vermont, okay. grabs Heady Topper, stuff like that occasionally, brings it back to my dad. Nice. So I asked my dad if he got this from that guy who works for him. No. No one knows where this beer came from. <laughs> uh,
0: and that was the last episode they ever recorded.
1: Yeah. So, uh, th- no, thankfully they were sealed up. You know, it was under pressure when I just popped it open. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> smells I fresh, will say- looks fresh. So let's give it a try.
0: Well, before before we try it, there are three things that I need to to, to bring to your attention. First of which is on the bottom of the can, it says Drink Fresh, September 28th, 2018.
1: <laughs> see, I don't think we've had it in the house for a year, though. <laughs> but I couldn't tell you for a fact because I don't know where it came from.
0: Second thing that I need to point out is this pairs well with chickens and cows and spicy dishes. I didn't
1: see that. Where was that?
0: It's under the barcode, and it's a little picture of a chicken. And a little picture of a cow. Oh, you
1: know, some of this is a little hard to read, actually. I had my. Yeah,
0: it's, it's that that's super reflective nonsense. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing is actually a question. Uh, under Rotation Nation 5, there's uh, a bunch of uh, wheat, it looks like, and a tractor uh, going the wrong way, perhaps. Uh, and what's that below it? Is that like a little, little tractor turd? Is that what that is? I, well, I don't know. What is that? There's like a little turd that's falling like it's it's not aligned with anything it's kind of just out of nowhere and i was wondering if it was a mistake on my cam but if you're seeing it too but i'm sorry i'm something. not sure if we're
1: looking at the same thing. i see the little guy on the, the tractor but it doesn't look like he's going the right way or the wrong way it just looks like he's going
0: and but what about the little dot underneath the tractor isn't that the shadow no wait are we looking at the same thing no maybe no we're not no we're not rotation nation look for that oh, black box. Oh, i'm
1: looking on the picture here i didn't yeah, see yeah. that uh, uh, next to the blurb that i read oh i don't know what that is
0: it's very strange it looks like a coffee bean
1: yeah well it's I, I you know what when i saw it i thought it was like just like a physical mar on the thing but if you have the exact same thing then it's yeah. there intentionally what is it
0: we have to solve the mystery. There's so many mysteries <laughs> revolving around this beer that we're never gonna get the answer to. The main, the main
1: I would say, the main mystery I want to solve right now is what it tastes <laughs> What's like. So. how it tastes.
0: <laughs> Cheers.
1: Hmm, not quite what I was expecting, but pretty damn good. Yeah, I'm. This silence is golden.
0: That's all right i have this little thing that i run the episode through that cuts the silence no, no. And, and actually there's a button that co- that's called titan that i use
2: titan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it tightens it up uh this is um at first i was like oh because this wasn't exactly what i was expecting but now all i taste is apricots and uh i'm okay with that
1: i guess so you know <laughs> i don't know if i have ever actually had real apricot oh really what i have had is dried apricot
0: Mm, yeah, that's not the same And
1: I didn't really <laughs> used to like it And my dad used to get it all the time When I was a little kid And I fucking hated them Yeah, what is that uh, uh, People our
0: parents' age are about that um, My dad in particular loves dried apricots yeah, no, But, but it, he was uh, also talking about how they Dried them on the street in Italy So <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: yeah, dad's a different guy. It might have been more a of a nostalgia piece <laughs> That's a distinctly different experience Than my dad had Your dad's, you know what ten years older than my dad, and also grew up in in Sicily, and and my dad right. didn't. Um,
0: there are stories about my dad running around the town stealing the cream off the top of people's milk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the thing is, every once and I really don't know much about your dad's childhood at all. Um, like I feel like I probably should know more. Like you definitely have to know more about my dad's childhood than I know about yours. Um, mm. But part of that's just because my dad's a storyteller. <laughs> Um, But every once in a while When I catch the little bits of He's like sounds like he's some sort of Like stereotypical little Italian bandit You know what I mean and I was like I'm pretty sure I heard a story About him not doing his homework and jumping out of a window Like I yeah, have heard happened. that story and now you're telling me He's running around the town Stealing cream off of the top of people's milk
0: What It seems that when he was a child He would like and if he were animated He would be dick dastardly
1: <laughs> Cause I'm picturing especially since he's got The mustache <laughs> and roughly the, the shape He's basically Mario i mean <laughs> like i'm picturing him running through the town jumping he just happened to pop off someone's head real quick they didn't die yep. they just went do it and they just got you know i'm thinking like you know when you jump on the little the koopas and they just got stuck down into the shell not when they actually die you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, you know, well, and he's stealing someone's cream it could be someone's mushroom it could be someone's cream whatever
0: have i ex- ever explained why he jumped out the window
1: because uh, he was going to catch a beating for not doing his homework right
0: yeah, but do you know There's more to it than that He was supposed to uh, read They were supposed to do like a, a reading on a book report uh, Like an oral book report uh, And he didn't And he got up in front of the class And he just made it up
1: Okay, I, don't, I don't, didn't hear or didn't remember that part of the story
0: And uh, and then they went after him And he was like, not today It's-a
2: me And he jumped it's out the window
0: <laughs> Oh, dad Love that man uh, yeah, so, uh, back to the beer. <laughs> we got way off.
1: Back to the apricots.
0: Back <laughs> to the apricots. Um, that's mostly what I taste. It's, it's really good. It's sweeter than I expected it to be.
1: Yeah, uh, and not, considering it's dry hopped, it's not as aggressively hoppy as I was anticipating it to be.
0: Yeah. Does this have to do with the age, you think?
1: Uh, probably not, honestly. No? Um. I
0: was just curious if, like, it, almost like a little bit of, like, a flatness, but. No, um, what the
1: age will do is no i mean it was sealed so it's not going to make it flat um Mm. like i don't
0: mean like carbonated flat uh, i mean like the flavor seems a little bit
1: age what it won't really affect the flavor what it can what it can do is if something is really aggressively dry hopped it can diminish slightly but if it's something that Mm. is aggressively dry hopped it's still gonna have the aroma of something that is considerably more dry hopped than something that wasn't you know what i mean
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: mm-hmm Uh, with every sip i like this a little bit more i think it's going to be one of those ones that warms up and tastes a little bit better
1: yeah well my, i mean i'm getting the good bit of it because like i i i took it out of the fridge like 20 minutes before we got started, uh, so yeah i'm already yeah, right. in the, the, the sweet spot um and i definitely like it uh considerable amount but i don't think this quite measures up to what we did last week because didn't, didn't we do an ipa last week too uh
0: i don't remember i feel like the last couple were really good though whatever we did i
1: think we did i wish i could remember what. not
0: that it's bad it's not bad it's good very good yeah. um it's just not it's just weird because it's not what i was expecting after reading what was on the bot on the can yeah uh, um
1: oh no sorry we did the uh oktoberfest one we did
0: the ipa right.
1: the one before that that was really really good
0: mm-hmm. uh but that being said uh i appreciate your mysteries rotation nation and uh uh I- not certain our paths will ever cross again, because we don't know where you came
1: from. Well, I know it came from Hamilton, New York, but other than that, That's about I not possibly tell you. I'd never heard of this brewery. Like hasn't been here in 15 years. <laughs> well, the funny thing about that is, since we were talking about The Shining and Dr. Sleep, I had to mention mm. to my brother, because he loved Key and Peele like I did, the scene from... Well, the thing was, my my dad has to fast, because uh, he has to go to the doctor tomorrow, um, mm.
0: So I'll have what I'm having
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> talking, my dad was talking shit about with my brother about uh, something with uh, fantasy football because the two of them have a bit of a rivalry in this league. And then Dominic was talking shit back to him about how he couldn't eat. And he goes, "I'm gonna." He goes, we're, "He goes, we're gonna lock you in a room, and we're, we're gonna stand outside the room with a fresh like meat lovers pizza and <laughs> wings and stuff like that. We're gonna put a big box fan, just have it blow the aroma into the room with you." And I was like, "And darling, no, like, this is gonna be you." when I put the thing on, and it easy, just—he just—he goes, "I'll have what I'm
0: having." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good, man. Uh, yeah, that that was that was a treat when you shared that with me. That's uh, it's, uh it's quite the skit. Uh, shall we dive into some news and nuggets? Let's do it. All right. So first thing on the list, just gonna get this out of the way. Episode episode two of The Mandalorian aired, and uh, if you stick with us post credits, you'll hear us kind of. Kind of brain dump on that. No, no real agenda. Just gonna, just gonna talk about
1: Sim- it. <laughs> similar to what we did last week. Just, uh, we want to, since it's gonna have spoilers, full spoilers for the episode. Although by the time this right. airs, it'll be a week after that episode aired. But right. fair is fair. If you haven't gotten to it ample yet. time, we just want to be able to talk about it unencumbered. But we don't want to hold the whole episode up with it.
0: Right. That being said, uh, here's uh, a nugget. I don't actually have news. I just have nuggets. I have, uh, I have here's- two
1: news and one nugget, and it was the one that we might as well naturally transition because it's Star Wars. Hit me. Um, Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's been a very long time since I've had a Star Wars game like this in my life, and I'm, I'm, really, I'm really thrilled.
1: I mean, the last time I had a Star Wars game like this in my life was, or a Star Wars game that made me feel this way in my life was, I don't know, sometime during Force Unleashed, and this is much better and more fun than Force Unleashed
0: yeah yeah for sure it's uh man it's it's i feel like the controls are very tight the gameplay is super smooth i'm just like really enjoying my time with it and uh i know people are calling it it punishing but i don't find it that way (laughs) Uh, yeah i don't actually i mean you know what i also haven't really experienced a ton of craziness i've only like played through like the like the basically like the the prologue and like the first bit of the game Um, but I I didn't find it like overly punishing like a lot of people are calling it but I also I realized that I probably just haven't gotten to anything like that yet
1: I mean I had some troubles on on the the chapter one Bogano that world Um, Mm. mostly those problems were with the Ogdo Bogdo um, that That son of a bitch that that amphibious fuck Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) um, let me write that one down the man, the myth, the amphibious fuck (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Uh, but no, I had some trouble with some of it just because I'm not used to this style of game. I, I've played some sure. that were kind of like this, but like not for a long time, and none of them that were as serious and as tight as this is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's that's fair. I mean, I, I've it feels very. It has a like the traversal seems very uh, uncharted, which I love those games, so that's fun. See, I never uh, played
1: any of those, but yeah, what I compared but, it, it um, was just the way I felt playing. Like the one I always talk about is like Spider-Man Two. Like sure. like with that movie when that came out in two thousand four or whatever, um, that game Spider Man Two the movie the game yes that game was incredible um, yeah specifically the travel like I you literally could not get bored just swinging and running and jumping through the city for half an
0: hour <laughs> it was so much fun uh, yeah but this is I mean this is great from uh, and like and I realized now that I've only unlocked a piece of the traversal mechanics so like that's that's what makes me even more excited because there's gonna be more and uh like i could wall run so far and i know that them, that yeah. there's more coming so i'm i'm very much looking forward to unlocking I'm just some gonna, more i'm of
1: gonna that. spoil this tiny little thing because um, it's just about the traversal not about the story not about mm-hmm. anything i was watching a video from someone playing like later on in the game and they were swinging through vines i was like those those vines are way too far apart you can use the force to pull the vine closer to you oh uh. <laughs> Tell God. me like this is this is what I've kind of I mean even though it's like a degree of difficulty we probably don't need this is the type of shit that I've always wanted out of a Star Wars game where I'm playing as a Jedi like fuck man if I'm using the force I should be able to use the force on anything and the force unleashed kind of did that in which they let you pick up random pieces of shit to throw at people sure. and that was the first time where I felt like oh shit yeah cuz I had played like um like the the Revenge of the Sith like game the one that came out alongside episode 3 which was the best like Jedi like fighting like like combat or whatever that I ever played in the game. And they gave you some power to do some of that stuff, but it felt so it was like one of those things where it was like so close to being it but not being it. Yeah. And then in the force and being able to do that, like, oh I can grab one stormtrooper and throw him in another stormtrooper, and then I can grab this stormtrooper and just throw him off the edge. And then I can yeah, grab yep. that box and spike it off that stormtrooper's head, and then it exploded. Yes, thank you. But there were still times it where I was like, exploded. come on, man, if I could use the force here, like, I jumped and I couldn't quite make it. If I could use the force, right. I would be much better off right now. I can leap, I can run off a wall, I can jump and grab a vine, swing to another vine, oh no, that vine's too far away. No, it's not. I have the fucking force.
0: Right, and then you pull that vine closer and then you pause and you just send me the text and it's a gif of Keanu Reeves saying, I know Kung Fu. <laughs> the,
1: you know what, I finally came up with reasons like this game has been so badass sometimes i finally came up with reasons to use like the screen capture function on my xbox one which i've almost mm-hmm. never used i kind of have forgot it's there also it's much more natural to use because i used to have to do like a button combo in the moment yeah. to do it and now like you pull up a menu and it says how long ago would you like to record but you just did and, right. like you don't have to fuck around with getting it just right and it's just like oh you did do that Push it to your phone and then clip it down to what you wanted to do. And I was tweeting it out from the Spin Tune account. The first time I fucked up a a boss, and I was like, "This is the most badass thing ever."
0: <laughs> I am unstoppable.
1: <laughs> That's how I felt until like, I then got killed by thirty spiders. But like you know, like it happened. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. I I, I will say uh, just on the note of, of recording your gameplay clips. Uh, back in the day when Xbox One was new and it was paired with the Kinect yeah. and like, uh it was super satisfying for something ridiculous to happen and you just pause and go Xbox record that. <laughs> and that would happen so much while we were playing uh like we were playing like Destiny online and stuff like that and we would like something ridiculous would happen and it would be in that tone that you'd hear Xbox record that and you're like I can't wait to see this clip later. Like when you heard somebody else say it over the headset. <laughs> but uh yeah, I uh I I've been meaning to like I know I could do that on my uh, PlayStation as well. I just haven't uh, checked it out or played with it at all. But I feel like this is like like what you're saying. It's going to be one of those games where I'm really going to want some of those clips when something absurd or crazy happens. Uh, It's like this is literally the
1: first time I've ever felt like that.
0: It's so Star Wars.
1: Yes. And much like the way what I talked about uh, in the recap I did for The Mandalorian, we talked about a little bit when we talked about it last week, it feels right. And it's so hard to define what that exactly means. Uh, mm-hmm. and I noticed part of it was when I was just climbing up some vines and I you know, didn't have much to think about and I am listening it's was like oh my god they fucking nailed the music like some of this stuff like there was when I'm climbing up some vines on Dathomir some of this stuff reminded me of what I would hear on Dagobah like in the background as like he's like training and shit like that and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god and it's not the exact same thing but it reminded me of that and that's what yeah. I'm talking about when I say feel like it's just right. They completely nailed it, even though they're using a bunch of themes that aren't established themes from Star Wars.
0: Yeah, like, when you know that, that little feeling you get on the back of your neck when you hear in that really low key? Na-nee, na-nee, na-nee. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that is the feeling that I got as soon as the game started.
1: Also, I noticed a cool thing if you play around with the colors of the lightsabers, and especially once you, late like, later on, get, like, access to all the colors... Um, The different colors sound different when you snap the lightsaber on.
0: Ooh!
1: (laughs) Come on. Okay, so here's the thing. Stuff like that
0: has I. It's either been daunting or throwaway to me in a game. Like when the mechanic, like when the skill system or the build system is just like there's too much to do. I'm just like ah, and I can't be bothered or it's just like it's just cosmetic and it's like whatever this is the rare exception uh, I don't know it sounds like from something you were telling me before the show that it's not just cosmetic but even if it were it is really fun to play around with your lightsaber and like me- that's a weird phrasing um it's a uh, it's it's really it's really uh, fun to customize phrasing? your light your <laughs> your lightsaber and uh, especially when you're just like when within like I don't know 20 minutes of being on the first planet it's like Yo, you can do this thing. And it's like, oh, and, and yo, you have some pieces. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, we're already here. This is great. And I've already customized it a little bit. And I'm really enjoying it. Uh, well, that's the thing is all of those dope.
1: things are, like you said, just purely cosmetic. Now, the thing I was hinting at, spoilers, guys. You can use a double-sided light And it's <laughs> badass. Uh, oh. <laughs> which, you know what? give me some of that man like I like that you like Like, it doesn't affect uh, how your lightsaber works when you have right. a single bladed lightsaber and you change the look and you change the mm-hmm. and you change the color of the, the, sh- the like the shaft you change the color of the blade other than again a purely cosmetic change of the sound now I know what you mean when it can be like some of that deep customization can actually be daunting as cool as it is it can be like oh yeah. I'm going to lose an hour fucking around with this and if it doesn't come out perfect I'm going to be so mad but there's no choice. It's just like, oh, green sounds like whoosh, and blue sounds like wah. You know, it, it's just gonna do it. You don't get to choose the sounds. It's just like orange sounds different than green. Cool. All right. Uh, I'm running around yeah. with a two-sided orange lightsaber. It's badass.
0: So cool. That's so cool. The only thing I the only uh, can't wait to get I one of those.
1: The only quibble I have is I wish you could put two colored crystals in and do one blade each, like two different mm. colors. But it's just there's just one crystal, one color. Pretty small. Yeah. Pretty small complaint, but uh.
0: Uh, is was orange would orange have been your choice out of the gate, or you just happened to have it orange and it looked cool?
1: Well, you start with blue. Um, when you have your first option to customize, you get blue and green. I hmm. snuck in the pre order like five minutes before it came out. <laughs> so orange was one of the things that came along. Oh, uh, okay. Eventually, I think you go to a planet where you then unlock all of the colors together. Gotcha. Which gotcha. I wish they would give it to you like over the course of it. You know what I mean? just so you can mess around with it. Because, like, they do that, you get 30 different ponchos and 30 different colors oh. of of lightsaber blade and 30 different colors of BD-1 and 30 different colors of the mantis and all that. And all those are cool, and you can find them in little chests here and there. And, and I would prefer if they, you know, maybe they restricted the coolest colors to, like, later in the game or something like that. But um, Yeah. I, I do, like you said, I, do, I wish I could have a double-sided black lightsaber. It would be fucking <laughs> badass. But the darksaber is meant... To be one lightsaber. So I get it.
0: Uh, the, uh, what's it called? The uh, Unlocking them a little, a piece at a time is actually, I, I thought that's what was going to happen. I didn't realize that there's a, a situation where you're going to get those colors all at once. I
1: believe so. That's my knowledge of it. I well, could be
0: wrong. The, what I like about getting it like slowly rolled out to me, when I was playing uh, that, that Spider-Man game, the recent one, mm-hmm. uh, you would like, you can unlock new suits. And by unlocking them a piece at a time, I actually would change them. Like, I, I like when you... Like, oh, I've got something to look at, and I would go play with it, and then I would use it. like And I feel like if I had them all at once, I'm going to pick one, and I'm never going to go back to it.
1: Well, the thing is, they do make it pretty easy, because you find workbenches out in the world, and then also every time you go on the ship, you can do it. On your so, ship, yeah. It's the type of thing that you could just jump in the ship and be like, okay, time to go with blue. Time to go mm. with purple. And just, just do it. I was watching someone yeah. fight. I was watching a video of someone fight with a double-ended purple lightsaber against one of those guards with, like... You remember from... Episode three, the like the Magna Guards with the double sided mm-hmm. purple, they were fighting someone who had one of those staffs. So I was like, that looks <sighs> cool as shit. This
0: is just purple chaos. What's, I love it. What's
1: cooler than Mace Windu? Two Mace Windu. Two Mace <laughs> Windu. We die. <laughs> <Mace> wind die. <laughs>
0: oh man, it's uh, I. It, it's been a long time since like I don't know. Every ten minutes, like if I'm focused on something. If my focus is broken in 10-minute increments of, like, I really want to play the game right now.
1: Yeah, it's a problem, actually.
0: Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's just, it just hasn't happened in a very long time, so I'm excited about it. Last night was the um, first time
1: I got to play for more than, like, 45 minutes straight. Um, I played for, like, an hour and a half. Um, mm-hmm. Died so many times. Uh, <laughs> nice. But I was still having a lot of fun, mostly, because I was finding yeah. new and more creative ways to die. It's not like I was just running into the same <laughs> wall over and over again yeah one time i literally did run into a wall no uh, <laughs> <laughs> i uh
0: i i absolutely uh did a dodge right off a cliff like
1: i got pushed off a cliff by a spider
0: yeah it's not great it's not great <laughs> i will say that that is my only gripe is the uh so far is the um is the low time after death it it just it's too long i mean i understand there's probably some limitations that they have to work around, but it's just like uh which is well in parallel like yeah. it, 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 you fall off a cliff and then you're back it's weird well i guess it's it's because weird.
1: they have to say, they have to revert back to the world state or whatever but yeah i true i considering they load each planet it should be easy you know what i mean like they don't have to reload everything from scratch there should be like cached like cached data of like we're on this planet and that's the only information that we have iterated right now
0: yeah like that <clears throat> i what i kind of wonder like almost like a a, a data state rewind right like you have this, and you go here. But there is, I guess, that there is that piece of if you are killed by something, you lose that XP that you've gained since your last save, and it's stored with that being, and you have to go hit it to get it back. Like
1: no, nope, no, nope. you know what? <clears throat> um, I got unlucky and fell off the cliff on Bogano and didn't have enough health, so I actually died, uh. and I had to then walk to that spot. And then got my X. Ex- Interesting. See, I just thought I wasn't going to get it back because I hit like that weird glitch thing. I was uh-huh. trying to jump on a zipline and apparently that zipline just decided it wasn't going to work.
0: Well, that just adds more complexity to what I was saying, I feel like. So it's like just another thing that it's like calculating behind the scenes. I, 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 I do wonder, though, like I wonder how optimized it is. Like, is it something that they might be able to patch and improve, because it's, it's very noticeable.
1: I'm sure we'll get a patch at some point because I actually did run into one on Dathomir where I found a meditation point, hit it just to get the save, mm-hmm. came out of didn't rest, you know what I mean, just came out of it, yeah. ran up a staircase, and there's a bunch of uh, night brothers there, and I'm killing them, and killed all of them, ran into the next room, guy snuck up behind me, cracked me over the head with his mace, and I died. Mm-hmm. Um, came back to the thing, I was like, okay, gotta fight these same three guys again. Killed all three guys. Jumped back to the meditation point. Saved. Ran up the stairs. Killed the next guy. Ran into the next thing. Whole much more guys than I expected. Died. Came back and then I ran up the stairs. And as I was getting to the doorway where the guy who cracked me over the head with the mace the first time was, as I was entering the doorway, a guy just materialized out of thin air and ah. <laughs> and then floated to set up the engagement that I had passed and I'm like, "No, no, no. I killed you guys and saved. I didn't rest. You don't get to come back." But for some reason those three guys kept coming back every time I died. What? And so <laughs> one time I just tried to run past oh, them and kill the mace guy. Yeah, yeah. And those guys snuck in behind me and now I'm surrounded. I got you dead. I yeah, of course you. I died again. Um so then this time I just ran past all four of them. <laughs>
0: that's that's great. Man, even the intro like just like it's so it's so fun the way that it's set up and it's like it's a nice introduction like by just all it does to as an intro is it just tightens the world around you a little bit so that the guided i mean it still feels like you're playing the game not like it's super guided but just because by the nature of the setup which i thought was a really clever way of you handling analog? it yeah
1: uh for the most part except for the one thing and i don't uh, you said you didn't read what i wrote um Oh, did we mention that we we that you and I have our initial impressions we wrote about on the Spin Tune?
0: Uh, No, but you should definitely go read those. Yeah, if so you're by the time
1: you've this. heard this, it will be active on the site. Me and Anthony did our impressions of the prologue in Chapter 1. Um, and also, I cheated slightly because I put a couple of videos from the very beginning of Dathomir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can... It's got spoilers in it. It'll, I thought we had some fun with it, so it's kind of a cool yeah. little idea. That it was entertaining. Messed around with. Um, so... The, did you get stuck when you have to climb that cable in the prologue? Mm-mm. I did because they never told me I could climb cables.
0: Yeah, see that I think that's where like the uncharted nature comes in, where like it it like from moving around at all, it felt like uncharted, and I was just like, "Where's the shit I can climb?" And then I saw a little rope and I was like, "I'm gonna climb that." And I just jumped on. It. I was like, "Oh, I guess we're right." And I just climbed up and up and up. <laughs>
1: well, well, two things happened. One, I took the prologue guide very literally, and mm. two. I didn't actually realize it was a cable at first. I thought it was just like an antenna.
0: Oh, gotcha. So I'm, um, I came perspective issue.
1: it was like, it was like, Oh run. You can jump up and mount these ledges. I said, okay. I'm mount this ledge. Great. Uh, here you can climb on this wall. I'll climb on this wall here. You can swing from these cables. I'll swing from this cable. Um, and then I was like, Oh look, a slide. Let me slide down that slide. Boom. Yep. Simple. Easy. Great. Um, you can drop down from this ledge. Okay. Got it. Um, didn't tell me what type of ledges I could jump on or not. I actually had to look that up online because when I got to that part with the cable, I'm running around. I was like, okay, there's this like old like clone like drop ship that I can probably just jump and climb on. <laughs> no, sir. And I'm just jumping like this, not like latching onto anything for like five minutes. And I'm like, the fuck? And I ran past that cable multiple times and I thought it was an antenna. I even looked up at it at one point. But, like, the camera didn't pan up enough for me to realize that it went all the way up to a thing. Oh. So I'm running around, running around. I went all the way <laughs> back towards the slide. I'm trying to, like, sneak through. Oh, yeah, the other thing. Like, you can sneak through these, like, little, like, crevices. You know, I'm sneaking through. No, 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 nothing I can sneak through. Can't go back up the slide. Nothing. Then I turned around and I looked up again. And I could see that the cable went all the way up. And I was like, so am I supposed to climb that? And I, like, ran over there. And I hit it and it started going like this, and I was like, oh, it's a cable, not an antenna, and then the guy just started grabbing it and climbing it, and I was like, do you think maybe you want to tell me next time (laughs) that when there's a cable, you can climb it? You told me when there's a vine, swing, when there's a wall, climb, when there's a ledge mount, when there's a wall, you can run eventually when you find the wall run thing. Right. Maybe tell me that I can climb the fucking cable.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I. I guess I just, like, I noticed it right away, and I was like, I am I guess I'm going up there, and I just jumped on it.
1: And then, right after you get done climbing that, I went to, you have to figure out how to get the switch. They never told me where the fucking switch was, and mm. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll just jump on this little thing. Oh, the other thing. Beams. You can walk across beams. Yeah. I went to walk across a beam. It wasn't actually a beam. I fell off and died. Um, nice. Okay, let me try and jump and grab that. Nope, I'm not going to drop that and fall and die. Okay, fantastic. Um... And I looked it up. That's when I found out what type of ledges you can grab. And I looked it up. I was like, oh, this makes more sense now. Did it. Then I didn't know what to do. Finally figured out, oh, you got to walk around and turn on the switch. A little bit more help on the prologue. Just like <laughs> 10% ten percent more help.
0: <laughs> I guess that's where the difference comes in is if you've played games that are like that, it was very straightforward. But I, I could see... I feel like the design language of that was very... Like I said, it was very uncharted. It was just like, oh, I know exactly what I can do in this space. Um, so much so that... When I when you run up to the guy and he's like, I'll meet you there, uh in the cutscene I see the slope behind me and I was like, Oh, I want to jump on the slope. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as that cutscene ended, I just like dove off the ledge onto it. And uh granted, like there was no repercussions to you hitting anything on your way down, it didn't seem. It was still a lot of fun.
1: Um yeah. Um well I was a little worried at first when the when the, the thing happened where like the ship is going down and you have to like slide mm. down the thing, and I was like so oh i have some i first I thought it was gonna be like kind of like one of those half cut scenes where it's like you don't have control but like it's happening like uh. kind of real time and then i realized oh like i can kind of guide myself i was like if this is gonna be turning into one of those stupid things where if i fuck it up i'm gonna like smash into a crate and die and then have to start up again i'm gonna be really mad and honestly you probably could have just let it go and it would have just taken care yeah. of itself but it was still kind of fun to try and like luge down the thing
0: yeah, it, it was fun to, to guide it, but like yeah, like you said, if you're going to crash into something that is going to hurt you, the, the control of that mecha- would have had to been a lot tighter. Yeah, it it's was really it's, not it's, very tight it's, very, <laughs> very, very, it's, like, it's like you're trying to tap left a little bit just so that you can inch over it or like, change your direction a bit, and nothing happens, and then you hold left, and then he just like tries to like run off the side of the world. Yep. <laughs> but the game's a blast. I, I can't wait to get back to it.
1: I, I never had so much fun getting repeatedly killed.
0: I, uh, I... Man, like, there's, like, also, like, the finishing moves with the lightsaber, like, super satisfying. Yes. Like, or especially, like, if you do something, like, I I haven't figured it out yet. I, I don't know if it's, like, a crit that you can randomly hit or what, or if you could sneak up on people, but there'll be a, an occasional situation where I'll I'll hit somebody for the first time, and it'll go into, like, a quick animation and, like, do something really cool and kill them.
1: I think it might be if you sneak up on them, like, if it's, like, uh, okay. like a quote-unquote, like, assassination Like a type stealth thing.
0: kill, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, that stuff's cool. I'm actually really... I slicing I've, I've only little bugs in twice. half is fun. I'm really looking forward to slicing, like, robots in half. Like,
1: yeah, because like, that's the one thing, is they don't let you dismember humanoid characters. No. Nah. Um, which I guess I get, because that might make it rated M, but, like, on the other hand...
0: That, isn't that, like, a license thing? What do you mean? Um, like, has a Stormtrooper ever been dismembered?
1: Absolutely. I've done that in other Star Wars games. Mm. Um. I it,
0: then it probably is the rating thing.
1: Yeah. Although I just don't understand it because, and it's something that I've even even from when I was young realized why they could get away with PG like ratings and all the movies. It wasn't PG thirteen until uh, episode three, and that was only because he murdered a bunch of children. Um, I think it had
2: a
0: lot to do with the bloody face too.
1: Maybe. But well, that's the thing: is there is no blood because yeah. lightsabers cauterized, Right. And for me, like. And it's why I think they've been able to get away with it. Like when you look at rebels where like no one ever died, but then they would blow up a like six star destroyers. (laughs) And it's like, like, like 500 people just died inside of those, but you didn't see any of their faces or even the fact that they were there. And you just kind of forget it's like, Oh, six ships are gone along with half a million people. Um, right. (laughs) But like, they would never shoot someone or like cut someone to fight despite the fact that they had lightsabers. Um, so yeah, I think it's one of those things where it's like, oh, like it becomes quote unquote more real. But I've always been, I view that as different. Remember me and Yumi and Brian were talking about it a few weeks ago when we were talking about Call of Duty, um, some of the mm. fucked up things that you can do in those games, starting with the like the the No Russians or whatever. Um, but I always viewed it as different, as pure escapism when it's something like Star Wars because it's so divested from reality when you're running and leaping and using the force and swinging a lightsaber around and everyone's shooting lasers and all the guys are wearing stormtrooper things you can't even see their faces like it's so unreal as opposed to something that is so hyper real in call of duty and blood and gore if there's no blood and the guy's wearing stormtrooper shit who the hell cares if you chop his fucking head off
0: like you chop his head off and then the head rolls out of the helmet then it gets then it gets M m rated
1: yeah Uh, Yeah, if if you chop off a stormtrooper's face and then it blows open and it's Luke's face—I mean, sorry, that's uh, the Dagobah dark cave. Uh, (laughs) No, but realistically, even if you don't want to give me beheadings, you know what I mean? Like that insta kill I sent—like when I'm chopping up that creature, like I cut off a couple of arms and stabbed it. Like if it's a stormtrooper in armor, who cares?
0: Right? Yeah, no I'm I'm with you. I'm not like it doesn't bother me so much that it's not in there. It just seems like a an unnecessary thing to cut out
1: but. well also how much better is it that when you do the instant kill with a stormtrooper you fucking cut half of his torso like you like yeah like, you like half maul him like is it any different than right <laughs> chopping his arm off that i clearly semi-bisected him like I, right what, what are we doing
0: yeah well, uh, I'm, it's I'm, a minor I'm gripe it's just weird it's just a strange it's a strange choice um I do what? I, do you think it is it? Do you think it is rating related? I, I mean, I guess it is. Yeah,
1: because they let you do it to creatures, and they let you do it to droids. So
0: yeah, huh? Anyway,
1: although I did see a video, and I don't want to spoil who or what or where or when, but there's someone whose limb you chop. Oh,
0: classic Star Wars action! I'll
1: say someone.
0: Okay, someone.
1: Yeah, meaning a humanoid creature. A human,
0: yeah. Alright. Alright. Is it one of his forelimbs?
1: I'm not telling you who or how many of the limbs are cutting off. It's not grease. I'm just
0: waiting. I'm just like waiting for like the like he's kind of annoying, but it's fine. And I'm waiting for like, like Cal just snaps. <laughs> <laughs> he like cuts one of his arms off and puts it in the terrarium.
1: <laughs> just growing. Let's see what grows in the air. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a terrarium on your ship. You could find seeds around the world and grow grow plants. It's interesting.
1: It's true. I've only found one seed.
0: I I think that's it for this week. I think I'm going to go play
1: <laughs> the game. Uh,
0: but on a serious note, give me a news.
1: Okay. Um, this was actually from several days ago, but I thought it was interesting. Um, Sorry, I lost the headline of the article. Netflix's The Witcher 2 gets a season two order and release win. Geralt is coming back for a second season on Netflix. Ahead of its December 20th premiere on Netflix, The Witcher has been renewed for a second season. According to the streamer, season two of The Witcher will begin production in in London early in 2020 for a planned debut in 2021 and will consist of eight episodes. Showrunner Lauren Schmidt-Histrich responded to the news. I'm so thrilled that before fans have even seen our first season, we were able to confirm that we'll be returning to the continent again to continue telling the stories of Geralt, Yennefer, and Ciri. They also released a detailed look at both of Geralt's swords, which you can see in our Witcher Gallery below. This is on IGN, by the way. In recent news, Hissrich revealed that she has seven seasons of The Witcher planned if Netflix keeps renewing the series. I've mapped out stories for seven seasons. Right now, it's just about how do you set up stories that really capture audiences for years at a time? Huh. Um, how does that decision get made? That's a good question. I mean, we had heard that same thing happened with The Mandalorian, although it was a little bit closer to release. It was like a couple of weeks before the show was released. Um, It probably has to do with them focus testing it. Um, Yeah,
0: I kind of, I assume that's the case.
1: Including focus testing it within the, like, quote-unquote executive suite. Uh, Because I know that they did that at a Disney, like, shareholder meeting, and that was why The Mandalorian got reviewed. Like, everyone, like, loved it. Well, like, I guess yeah, it, more of that, more of that. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it makes sense in the fact that like if you if you are if you want to do more than one season and you want to release it at a similar time, you got to get started. Like you got to keep moving. So yes. I guess like it, you're taking that vote, and I guess it's like weighing the options of if the if it's like slammed when it comes out, we can cut our losses of what we've already spent for the next season. If they want to cancel it, I guess so, like and then I guess playing that. Well, I think the, the, I think
1: the other thing is if you renew it before it comes out, people have confidence in the first season.
0: That's true. It, so it you does say something. Can get
1: an artificial goosing of, you know, what I mean, like how many people probably went all in on? Let me try out my free week trial of, of Disney Plus. Let me see the first two episodes of Mandalorian, whatever. Sure. Because they are already making a second season, they love it. If it's going to be that good, let me check it out. You know? Uh-oh. Do you
0: think that's what this what the, the release schedule
1: is all about? um i do believe that's the case to a certain extent
0: giving you like a bonus two days to see two episodes to decide
1: yes i, th- I believe yeah. so yes that
0: makes sense that makes sense Ah, oh, man that's a, that's actually pretty cool i'm i'm very interested in that show i uh i'm debating i was debating picking up one of the books and seeing how i liked it
1: i know nothing about it at all but i it's on netflix so like i don't have to Spending right anything, whatever.
0: very low barrier of entry
1: so and like it's coming out at the end of december so it's like christmas new year's time like there's gonna be a day or two in that where i'm just oh yeah nothing and i can watch two episodes and if i hate it i won't keep watching it if i'm interested um i'll keep going with it and you'll just see where it goes like i don't have to be any invested in it any more than just watching it it's not like the mandalorian where i need it to be good
0: right right yeah, it, yeah <clears throat> that's that's funny yeah I'm curious i'm definitely I'm definitely curious, but actually that, that brings me to uh, one of my nuggets, which actually it fits right in perfectly. Uh, last night, I was watching TV and watching Silicon Valley, which I suggest uh you actually do get back into that and try giving it a, giving it one more shot. I would give it, I would ask you to give it one more shot.
1: after we talked about it last week, I'm open to the idea. it's just going to be it's on the back burner. that's
0: list. fine. That's totally fine. Uh, it's just really funny, and I think, like, if you were to come back into it, it would be fun to reminisce on some of the things that happened. But, that being said, that we're watching that, and, um, I don't know what, ha- I, I, w- I, had my arms crossed, okay? I have, uh, my arms crossed, my left arm under my right, my left arm has, uh, an Apple Watch on it. And I'm assuming that it was in this situation that I must have pressed on a notification and not realized it. I then yawned. And I crossed my arms again, but this time the right arm was on top. Uh, sorry, the left arm was on top of the right. And I noticed like, oh, like there's a bright light coming from my wrist. And I looked down at it and it's the friggin' close up picture of Henry Cavill with the, with the digitally altered mustache. <laughs> and it's terrifying when you're not expecting it. And I mean,
1: it's terrifying even when you are.
0: I I was just like I watched the show and looked at it and Ah I was like, what? I was like, I don't even know how to explain <laughs> what's happening here. But uh that that's just a little nugget. I, I don't even know what the tweet was about because I immediately like cleared the cleared the notification. I was like,
1: get out of here. Wait, was it when me and Gary were texting you about um, Maybe that's what it was. I don't even know. Because I didn't realize I started that. seeing it the other day and I was like, Why am I seeing his creepy digital face again? And I think it was a forerunner to hearing about the Release the Snyder Cut tweet, which we are not
0: on the show. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, sorry,
1: release the Snyder what? <laughs> yeah, the,
0: the Snyder who? Uh, yeah, no, but that's, uh, that, that's an image that'll haunt your nightmares. Haunt your dreams. Um, give you nightmares, I should say. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's just like, the lip's too small and it's like, it's like moving independently of the rest of his face. Let's just be uh,
1: honest, no human face, facial muscles have ever moved in that fashion.
0: Now let's say you were to merge that somebody's somebody out there's probably done this, but like a little Photoshop Photoshop action of uh mustache gate and baby teeth. If you were to put those two together, I think what you get is Justice League. Um moving on. <laughs> that was that was one of the nugs. Uh here's another nugget. Uh here's a James Gunn quote that I'm interested in discussing with you. Uh, in regards to the Marvel and DC movie crossover, in the past, I would have said no way, but today I think anything is possible, and I just went <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> like, we already got one, and it sucked, and it was called uh, Justice League <laughs> <laughs> when Joss Whedon took over the Snyder. I West.
0: never. I didn't even think of it on that level. That's actually pretty funny. Uh, yeah, they would. I, do you real? Do you think that would happen? I feel like. No. I, I feel like if that were to happen, it would just be a, a step towards Disney being like, you know what, let let me take this so that we can fix it. No, but
1: they <laughs> not it because Jeff Johns and all of them, like and Zack Snyder got all like huffy when like I don't know if it was when Batman vs. Superman was coming out or when Justice League was coming out. And I think Marvel just left it off when the movie came out, because like they were getting like that right before release. And then the movie came out and everyone was like, Yeah, this sucks. And Marvel was all probably had. A, they probably had a company wide meeting to all just sit around and laugh. Yeah, that
0: would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh, we're man. gonna but have
1: no. we're gonna have a fuck you Friday. <laughs>
0: I don't. I, I mean, I know. Granted, like let's be serious. He's a lot closer to the to its decision making than we are. I don't think that that's actually a possibility right now. No. Yeah, I don't think I don't understand why they would. Like, they have uh, Disney has all of this amazing stuff going on why would they want to take that risk right now <laughs> uh,
1: their crossover is james gunn is doing a dc movie before returning to the mc
0: right right oh my god what a no just absolutely not all right what what else you got
1: uh i have another new which is weirdly similar to the first mm. lord of the rings series gets early season two renewal by amazon <laughs> all right <laughs> set season one hiatus which I don't know what that means. I didn't read the whole story. Um, this actually, this is a new new, um, although it won't be by the time people hear it. Um, hmm. As pre-production on Amazon Studios' high-profile Lord of the Rings series is gearing up in New Zealand, the streamer is moving ahead with an early season two renewal for the sprawling adaptation of J.R.R. Tolkien's fantasy novel. As part of that, Amazon has commissioned the reassembling of the writers' room to break the second season. Amazon Studios head Jennifer Salky. Confirmed to deadline the news that the second season of Lord of the Rings is already in the works during the company's holiday party Sunday night at the H Club in Hollywood. Amazon Studios acquired global TV rights to the Lord of the Rings in a blockbuster in November 2017 deal. It included a multi-season commitment to a Lord of the Rings series as well as a potential spin-off series. Hmm. Still, each consecutive season after the first has to be formally greenlighted by the streaming network. The early okay. season two pickup is good news for fans as it will allow for a shorter break between the end of season one, the premiere of season two on Prime Video which is available in 240-plus countries and territories. I didn't even know there was 240. Um, <laughs> plus. In, in conjunction with the early renewal, The Lord of the Rings will go on a four-to-five-month hiatus after filming the first two episodes of Season 1, directed by J.A. Bayona. The writing team of the series, led by showrunners and executive producers J.D. Payne and Patrick McKay, will use the time to map out and write the bulk of Season two's scripts. Taking Wait, a break after
0: I, I, I lost you for a second there. There's a hiatus after the first two episodes? Is that
1: what you just after said? After filming the first two episodes, oh. I'm going to go on a four to five month break in order to map out and write the bulk of the season two script. I guess Got to it. improve the continuity between season one and season two. Sure. Uh, which is something they should have done with Jack Ryan. <clears throat> He's Taking a break after the opening episode or two. A well, standard practice for shows with straight-to-series orders, as it allows producers and executives to step back and evaluate the footage, much like they would do with a pilot. By going on a longer-than-normal hiatus, Lord of the Rings will be, able to see, to, will be ready with Season 2 scripts, so we can possibly film some Season 2 footage during the Season 1 shoot, or even film the remainder of Season 1 and Season 2 back-to-back. That was a strategy used by Peter Jackson in shooting his blockbuster Lord of the Rings movie trilogy, also in New, New Zealand. It's considered a sensible approach, for big budget productions like Lord of the Rings, as it helps find efficiencies because every filming ramp up is expensive. Additionally, by extending the hiatus, the series, which in keeping with the Tolkien mythology, is expected to shoot primarily outdoors, will return to production after the winter season in New Zealand's over.
2: All right. But
0: how does, how well, I don't have any reactions to this Lord of the Rings stuff until I see it right now because I've just I'm still
1: or at least see a trailer.
0: Tired. Yeah. Uh, this is this is. Is this good news for you? Do you feel good about this?
1: Yeah, because I think, again, (coughs) they must be pretty pleased with... Yeah, they must be pleased with what it is. But the other thing is it's actually following up on some reporting. I think it was by The Hollywood Reporter. um, I think specifically it was Umberto Gonzalez. um, Reported back when the deal was initially signed that... And it mentioned here that there was a commitment to multiple seasons. Specifically, part of the deal supposedly... Because I don't think the whole deal ever made made it to light officially... That it was a commitment to a five season run, assuming each season could be greenlit. Like that the, there okay. was an initial uh, plan for an arc of a five season series. Gotcha. So this is uh, kind of confirming that, um, not quite a hypothesis, but that reporting that had been unconfirmed. As-
2: sure.
0: All right.
1: All right. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, vote I mean, of there, confidence is really so what many, we got here. Well, yeah. And, and it should be. They, they should have confidence, and the, the result should be of a certain quality because they have a lot of really good names attached to this show, much in mm-hmm. the same way that The Mandalorian had, um, with the duo of Favreau and Filoni running it and all of the good writers and directors they had coming in to break the whole first season down. Um, that should safeguard a certain level, baseline level of quality and confidence in the people yeah. who are greenlighting the budget for these things.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah we'll see. Um, um I'll be interested when it comes out. I'm in no rush.
1: Well, I think what'll happen, kind of like with something like Fallen Order or The Mandalorian, is you'll get to see some footage in a trailer, and you'll be like, yes, this feels right.
0: Yeah, uh, hopefully. Hopefully, yes. Um, what other news and nuggets you got, because I'm plum out.
1: Um, I believe that's it for me as well, until we get to The Mandalorian after the main event. Then is it time for fun and games? Oh, that's true. I always forget about fun and games. <laughs>
0: time for Fun and Games. Uh, on this week's Fun and Games, I could not find anything Shining or Dr. Sleep related. That being said, Star Wars is on the mind. And answer 10 questions to find out what color lightsaber you would own in the Star Wars universe. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's see what you get. All right. Who would you rather have as a master from the following list? Anakin, Yoda, Luke, Mace, or the Emperor?
1: All I know is that if you choose Anakin you should immediately subject yourself to testing by a psychiatrist. (laughs) And and I'm saying that even over Palpatine. (laughs) Um, Slaughtered them. So it was Anakin, Luke, Yoda, Palpatine. Was there another one?
0: Mace. Mace. Um, I'm going to go with Yoda. I feel like that's the the right answer. Yes. I feel good. Which of the following would you rely most on in battle? Anger, your lightsaber, strength, the force, or agility? My Fair enough. And now a really obvious question. What color lightsaber do you like the most? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Purple,
0: white, green, red, or blue?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with white. I
0: don't know that I've seen a white one.
1: Um, so in Rebels... How far into Rebels are you? Because you're watching.
0: Yeah, I'm in the third season.
1: Didn't you see Ahsoka with two white lightsabers?
0: Oh, are they white? Yes. They almost look like they have a little color to that. Okay, cool. I like those. What type of person would you say you are? Firm but fair? Bad-tempered? Wise? Rebellious? Or sincere? Firm but fair. Firm but fair. Nice. Pick a force power. Battle meditation? Force choke? Force absorb? Jedi mind trick? Force push? Jedi
1: mind trick. I
0: was going to say, that's a tough one. I think I would go Jedi mind trick as well. Uh, When you go to a party, do you... Get drunk, start trouble, and want to fight everyone? (laughs) Start breakdancing in front of everyone? Grab the DJ's mic and proclaim the party's over? Act spoilt because you don't like the music? Get picked on by someone who doesn't like you? Those are not...
1: You said act what?
0: Spoilt? I'm just reading what it says. spell that? (laughs) S-P-O-I-L-T?
1: Okay. The second time I thought that's what you said... Sorry, it was act spoilt and what?
0: Uh, because you don't like the music. Oh. And the other one was get picked get picked on by someone who doesn't like you. These None of these are very good.
1: No, um...
0: Uh, I guess you're going to get drunk and fight everyone.
1: The thing is, I'm typically a happy drunk.
0: And I was going to say, you're only 50%. You would definitely be drunk at the party.
1: Yeah. Uh, um,
0: I don't think you'd be breakdancing.
1: Probably not. I think I'd hurt myself.
0: Yeah. You're not going to end the party. I'm
1: just too heavy to breakdance.
0: You, you, uh... All right, you're going to get drunk. I'm yeah, choosing for you. Let's do that one. How would you win an argument? Intimidation with well-thought-out logic by losing your temper by sharing your wisdom for stroking your opponent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the logic one. Oh, that's
0: good. Choose a Star Wars quote. I am no Jedi. Death is a natural part of life. What is thy bidding, my master? <laughs> In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, you are under arrest, Chancellor. Your overconfidence is your
1: weakness. I'm going to go with your overconfidence is your weakness, despite how much I love that mace.
0: Pick a ride. X-Wing, land the class T4A shuttle, low altitude assault transport, have WA6 juggernaut, taunt on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going
0: to go with an X-Wing. Oh, man, that's so good. Uh, how would you use a lightsaber? To keep the peace, to serve to, for defense, use as I see fit to attack and destroy to use as I Ooh. Alright. What color would your lightsaber be? Blue. Probably the most standard color for a Jedi lightsaber used by Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker. You would be a well-balanced and fair Jedi. Wait. Hold on. That's all it says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wasn't that the... That <laughs> was... That was, was... Obi-Wan in episode two when he's sending the message to Anakin. And, yeah. And he's about to get attacked by the Droidicus. <laughs> so good what a weird way to end that
0: (laughs) (laughs) i guess because they made the reference to obi-wan and anakin
1: it's like a complete non-sequitur though
0: (laughs) i kind of love it though
1: Uh, i have to say and i mentioned this in in my initial impressions thing for for uh fallen order we need to start in the canon reincorporating other colors like especially Mm. like and something like the animated shows, like they finally gave Ahsoka the two white ones because she started off with two green ones. Give me some other colors, man. Like, if you want, you want to keep Maces being purple because Samuel L. specifically picked purple, fine. Don't give anyone else a purple lightsaber. Give someone a yellow lightsaber. Give someone an orange lightsaber. Yeah. Fucking mix it up, man. I was a little I'm with disappointed you. that they let, they, they, well, I guess it's because they kept, I assumed that Ray was going to construct her own lightsaber, especially when Anakin's blew up and right. she rebuilt it. Uh, which is fine, because it's, it seems like that's thematically very important in this trilogy or whatever, right? Sure. But starting a new thing with a new, like, is or whatever, like, break the mold a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, again, I get why you're not going to give the dark saber out. It is a singular weapon, but, like, there's opportunity to do something a little different. Do yeah. something a little different. Everyone's got a blue and green lightsaber. We've seen it. We love it. It's great. Show me something new, baby.
0: So... Do you think that there's a chance that there'll be another colored lightsaber in some fashion?
1: I hope so. Like I said, they gave. I feel like it, it was important to give Ahsoka the the white ones, especially considering she mm-hmm. basically became the gray Jedi. Um, that was her path um, after Clone Wars, um, and it was just a subtle acknowledgement of it. They like it was not. They didn't come out and say it. Everyone mm-hmm. just kind of knew it. Um, and you know, it's whatever. Like you know, even within there's weird subtleties in it i noticed like what the the different colors are available to you in full order there is both purple and indigo which i'm assuming are going to look very similar there's blue and green and cyan which i I guess is gonna be halfway between the two of them i I don't know interesting um i'm just saying and then they they have orange in there like fucking do it up man
0: yeah rainbow lightsaber (laughs) all the Um, colors
1: yeah i don't know i mean I guess white would be hard. It would look very similar to the way that Luke's looks in the original one. It basically looks white. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they never redubbed that over with a color to look blue, because they clearly did that in in episode five, so.
0: Right, right.
1: But I will say that as a kid, seeing Luke turn on the green one for the first time and Six blew my mind. I yeah, whoa.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, baby, that's going to be my lightsaber. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: in, uh, in Fallen Order, I definitely got the, uh, I got the emitter that looks like his, and I had green, so I, I just definitely put that on for a second just to see, and I was like, eh, nice, and then I switched to my actual setup. Uh, shall we get into our Flick of the Week? Let's do it. Let's do it. Dr. Sleep. A rated R, two hour and thirty-two minute drama, fantasy, horror, released on the eighth of November, twenty nineteen. Uh, this is a new way I'm going to try to do things here. Okay. <laughs> now for your IMDb synopsis: Years following the events of The Shining, a now adult Dan Torrance must protect a young girl with similar powers from a cult known as the True Knot, who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty good. That is more information than you get out of the trailer, which is a. Uh, as far as trailers go, I know that I've been... Uh, I, I talk a lot about bad trailers and how they ruin things a lot of the times. This is a movie that had a very poor trailer and did not sell me on the movie because, man, did I enjoy the ride.
1: Yeah, um, it was one of those times where they probably could have found a better way to do a better trailer. Although they did a couple of different trailers and some of them mm-hmm. were better than others. Um, but it was so trying not to give up anything that, yeah, it came out as too bland. Yeah. I'm glad it didn't give away anything. Because,
0: that's that's um, fair. I'm not saying I have the solution. I just feel like that the trailer, it was not, I, it's not a great piece of marketing material.
1: No, it's definitely not. Um, this movie is really fucking good.
0: It is surprisingly good. I will say uh, my, my tweet length review of this one was, Dr. Sleep improves upon the source material in a rising tide, lifting all ships sort of way.
1: Yeah, um... I like that you say that it improved upon it because, in some literal ways, that is true, um, which we can get into a little later. Yeah. Um, my tweet length review of this was a little bit simple and actually a bit hyperbolic for me in our twi- tweet length review thing. This movie was incredible, and it's deeply powerful and moving.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. There's a lot of a lot of stuff with the afterlife that I found very engaging. Uh, not I not, really not
1: just that specifically, but there are some specific things that happen at the end that mm-hmm. actually. Like, almost got me a little choked up.
0: Yeah, I. I which we, I did we will not definitely get into those. Get out of this movie, like. Yeah, for abs- absolutely, it was. It's very well written. The it's,
1: you know, it's just as important. This movie is paced like nothing oh I've God. seen in a long time. Yeah, this movie is perfectly paced for something. It that's is a a full two and a half hours long.
0: It's a two and a half hour movie that you watch in an hour and thirty minutes. The
1: the the, the last thing I could f- think of that was like a long movie paced as well as this is something like Cloud Atlas. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, and there's actually some similarities to it in structure that make for that to be the case. Not in the confusing nature of different timelines, obviously, but um, is just this constant rise and fall. And it's we've actually talked about this specific um mechanic in a couple other movies. I'm struggling to think of one right now. Um, but that idea of walking up to the edge and then mm-hmm. relaxing and then walking up to the edge where you get your nerves up. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. Take <sighs> a breath. You know, and then do it again. Yeah. <clears throat> that persistent like roller coaster effect. Um, but the seamless blending of these storylines, because there's three main storylines that get yep. full treatment the whole way through. Um, they, they perfectly balance. Hey, we're spending, you know, 50% of the time with story A, of story with B, 25% with C. Now we're going to spend 65% with B and 20% with A and the rest with C and keep going back and forth, back and forth until as it's going, these intersecting stories get closer and closer and closer until it's fully twined together like a knot.
2: Mmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, uh, like I said, writing... Very well done. Uh characters are super compelling. I I was I found a connection point in each of the characters. I thought they each did a uh, First off, the acting is is awesome.
1: Yes, the Everybody did a leads.
0: tremendous job. There's no there's not there's like none of them are dull. Like nobody nobody messed up. <laughs> no, I the, felt
1: th- the three main leads were all really strong. Um, you mcgregor is great as he always is yeah he's a really good actor who does he not is. get the credit he deserves i agree um i mean just for i mean like some of what he did in the star wars movies even laughable as that may seem i i view as oscar worthy as obi-wan like mm. especially in episodes two and three especially in episode three he's really really good in that movie
0: you were the chosen um, one what's that <laughs> you were the chosen one
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean that's some of the strongest stuff but it's not the only like that's also yeah. the biggest most oh, yeah. expressive thing there's some of the quiet things even his scene with with um, Natalie Portman earlier like right before that right where you know where he finally finds out that Anakin is the father right Anakin's the father isn't he I'm so sorry as he walks as he walks away yeah Um. I mean in this role what's incredible is he plays, like, two separate characters, almost. He's playing the same Danny Torrance, and it can even be scene to scene, or even within a scene. He can jump from completely unsure to all of a sudden suddenly decisive. Yeah. He can go from really strong to weak and vulnerable. He can go from completely fearful, and you think he's going to be paralyzed in the moment, to completely fearless. And it never think f- feels jarring.
0: I-, I wanted to ask you about that specific thing, because the whole movie i was waiting for tony to kind of come out and i wonder if like if that swap in personality is is because like he is also tony like that it that it was like that part of his brain switching on
1: i don't think so if only for the fact that if the way the way that you watch like tony kind of takes full control when he's there mhm i just uh, think more of like, like a a, a,
0: living with it throughout the years as an adult i feel like maybe he's he's kind of gained not, like, gained the control over his psyche and what's going on and understanding that he can con- kind of control and-, and navigate between these two modes, but...
1: Well, it was definitely an important thing he finally said, right? I always I didn't understand what Tony was when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But remember, he also said that he spent his entire life suppressing Tony. Kind of a uh, similar way to like, in, in The Last Jedi where Luke talks about he just completely suppressed his connection to the Force. I yeah. viewed them as very similar things. Um so I don't know if that's a thing that he can turn on like mm. that, you know what I mean? Like I, mm-hmm. I think he could turn on his connection to his shining um like that, but as far as if there is a discrete personality that is Tony, kind of like the the uh me myself and Irene with Hank thing, I don't know if he can turn <laughs> it on and off like that. Irene, um, why am I sping? like I was up all night having sex? <laughs>
0: Uh, that movie's such a trip he's, I love Jim Carrey uh, But
1: I, I I just think he was Really great in this and, and I think he is in everything I wish he got more recognition For that I wish he had more sure. Big roles to display it in um, And a part of it has been his choices. nothing not that any of them are bad It's just whatever he's I guess he's interested in um, But Rebecca Ferguson was really really good in this Oh yeah, yeah. In Was those two Mission Impossibles that she's been in And she was fine in those, um, I thought I mean, she's like terrifying. She, she was a force. She's seductive. Sometimes <laughs> she's both of those at the same time. Yeah. Um. She's did some great like villainous one-liners. Like I said, the all right bitch child. Like yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That was good. Uh. Yeah. Just the, I mean the characters overall are just fantastic. Uh. Cliff Curtis. I uh, with like playing this like haunted past. Roman performance Man. like on <laughs> <laughs> the past uh, <laughs> uh, it, he's just tremendous and uh uh more, more you know more on that later uh, <laughs> because Cl- Cl- uh, Cl- I'd like, like to get Curtis into something po-
1: work as always.
0: we'll get into some post spoiler territory with, with regards to him Um there's oh, one of the things that was that, that stuck out to me here was the expansion on the Shining as a thing like was intriguing and mysterious, and they did, like, they had a, they had a good level of, of world building, a good level of, like, John Wick-style world building, where, like, you're given just enough to just accept it and move on, and, like, and just be in this world that has this thing, where you don't need any more. It's intriguing, and you might want to know more, but you don't need it to get it. And I feel I, like they I did a good job there.
1: I agree. Um, I also felt like, as far as the specifics of the shine and the power stuff felt similar to how you expand on the force from episode four to five where Mm -hmm. it's like you get some concrete answers, but in the other hand, like you're not getting like a midichlorians type thing Mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, this person more powerful than that person. Yeah. They're up the charts. These are some of the things you can do. This person can do that. This person can do this. They can kind of both do that. Um, But you know what? In the end, it's just, let's kind of do it and see what's going on. And it's, not a yeah. big doesn't have to add up mathematically it is just is what it is you get a, a like a decent feel for this you like kind of know what it is but you don't necessarily have like a textbook definition of what all of it is and you also don't really need one.
0: right I and mean, there's like a fine balance between doing something like that and like it being a cop-out and it being uh, like uh helpful to the storytelling right right like you could just like you could just say like oh it's just because of this thing just let it go but like They instead of like specifically saying that to you, they give you just enough so that you're like, Okay, the shining is real, people have it, it manifests itself in different ways. But they Uh, all
1: have a certain confluence of the ways that it manifests.
0: Right. It's like, yeah, there's a through line between them, but it's like, but that's all you need to know because that's not the story that we're telling. Yes. And I think that's really that's really clever.
1: And like they keep them like the mysticism of it like Sanct- like like they keep it like safe within yeah. but they make it accessible enough where it's like, okay, I follow what's going here. Like I may not know what they're about to do, but I Yeah. Like, oh that was kinda of surprising. But you know what? That makes sense with what I've seen so far. Like yeah. nothing ever feels completely out of left field. Uh
0: other than seriously go see this, um, do you have any other pre spoiler notes before we lift the veil and don't worry about things
1: anymore? No, I just think it's it's incredible, because like, I liked the first movie, I liked it better than you and Gianna, yep. who was guest starring with us in this. Um, but in, like, there was some real flaws to it. Um, and I, since I had foreknowledge of the novel, despite the fact that I kind of may have lost some of the, the fine details in the years, it disappointed me in some ways, but impressed me in other ways. I have only a very rudimentary knowledge of this source material. And maybe having more would have disappointed me. And I, I don't know how it fares as an adaptation. But all the things that they did totally made sense to me, as both someone who knows the novel and the movie, and right. in certain ways, I think actually helped bridge the gap between those differentiations.
0: Which is that's just fantastic, and like, what a what a task to take on. Like, if there's, you there's to really actually a couple things,
1: work. especially at the end, that I would like to go back and I don't know if I'm going to read the whole novel, but just to like read the broad strokes. Cause specifically, there's some things at the end where I'm like, man. I wonder if this is actually a direct application of the book or if this is their direct continuation of what had happened in the movie because, Mm. well, I can't get into it in pre-spoilers, but there are some interesting things going on here. Yeah,
2: cool.
0: All right, well, with that being said, let us lift the veil. Uh, From here on out, it's going to be spoiler territory for uh, Doctor Sleep and definitely for The Shining, too, because I'm sure there's going to be some cross-referencing. So just ye be warned. The movie Uh, came out 40 years ago. Right. Uh. So first note that I'd like to make because this is as abrupt as the opening of the movie. Uh. Oh shit. Uh. We're gonna be killing some kids. That's that's <laughs> that's how the movie starts.
1: <laughs> I mean, you kind of had to figure it. Like they kind of intimated that in the trailers, like because kids are just easier targets, and also as we, we kind of figured from watching The Shining, um, and what we know about these sorts of things, kin- kids tend to have a more unfettered power of this. Mm-hmm. And it's not a Jedi situation where like you need to hone your powers over time though. I'm sure right. That can help you be more refined. The raw power is often diminishes over time. Um, yeah. So kids, you know, and that's always kind of been a vampiric type of thing, right? Where the virgin, t- like the virgin, like version of someone, not that this is specifically tied to sex in any way, though the orgy of them feeding on kids was very sexual at times. Yeah. Um, But the specifics of harvesting the steam from young kids didn't seem to be important to the fact that they were virgin, although she did make kind of a notion of that when she was talking to Snakebite Andy, that she was 15 and all that. That was kind of a weird conversation. It would have been way weirder if it was a guy having that conversation with her. It seemed like that was like
0: one of those Stephen King things where they were like, let's just kind of skirt this because it's gross.
2: Yeah. uh, If that was
1: a a dude having that conversation with her, it would have been... 100 times creepier than the already creepy scene Yeah Um. But I love that they open it with the same creepy Iconic theme music from the Opening of The Shining Yeah Um. And then go right into being creepy as fuck In the first scene where they're harvesting Violet That was like Ugh. heartbreaking to watch Cause it's like oh like she's just She's a little girl she's not hurting anyone She clearly seems like a good girl too Like she's not like yeah. one of those little asshole kids Like where you kind of like, li- like that they got their comeuppance
0: Yep yeah i'm with you uh that being said uh i thought that was rough uh until uh, the little baseball kid uh, in which point i will say let us give jacob tremblay a oscar for life just in general <laughs> always perpetual just refresh it every year because my god i thought that kid was being murdered on screen
1: <laughs> yeah um and, also, and then like-
0: i laugh that's a weird nervous thing to do
1: yeah, I didn't laugh. Um, I was very uncomfortable with that. I think yeah. they we're gonna eventually pivot away from it. And nope, no, now they, no, they lean into it. Hole.
0: I feel like they were about uh, half a second shy of like an NC seventeen.
1: Yeah. Um, again, pretty rapey, and that's like I don't know if that was meant to be an undertone to it. Yeah, sexual nature of all that, but like, um, like I said, like it almost looked like a scene from an orgy when they're all feeding together. Mm -hmm. Um, but super rapey the way that they had that whole scene go out and the specifics of oh yeah, this is gonna be better with you in pain and afraid, and we're gonna lead into that and show you the whole thing. I'm like, yikes!
0: Yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, very. I, I couldn't. I okay. So here's the thing. Here's the only good thing to come out of that. Um, that scene was very hard to watch. But afterwards, I hated those characters so much that them their deaths were so satisfying.
1: Oh yeah, cuz it, it actually made it for interesting watching cuz it's like when when Rose starts like crying because Grandpa Flick is dying, I'm like, "Oh yeah, they're all fr- No, fuck them. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Die. You should die, you old fuck."
0: Uh, yeah, when when that was happening, I was like,
1: "Oh, is this sad?" I was I was just like so, I was so angry. <laughs> that being said, really cool monologue when she talks about his life. Mhm. You watched yeah. kings and emperors and princes. You cheered gladiators in Rome, and you crossed the ocean, and you fed on kings and princes and popes and villages yeah. and people in their beds and people in skyscrapers. All fed fear from you. I was like, "Shit, that was pretty badass. I yeah. I want that on my tombstone. I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, yeah, that, that, definitely. That was good. And that was another one of those pieces of world building, right? Where it's like they're giving you just a little bit more, like let's just uh, we haven't mentioned how long this has been going on. Let's just let's just pepper that in real quick. Just just add so much. It adds just another layer to it. It's just yeah. great. Uh, one of the things I found a little bit jarring. Um, uh, well, not in all of the situations. So the recasting of uh Wendy, Danny, and Jack. So like uh, and, I get and, it.
1: And and what's his name too? Dick Hallorann.
0: Uh, that's, although for some reason it almost like yeah he that guy did this, a really good job though like I like a really good job where it was almost like as if they like it just somehow found the younger like a, a slightly younger version of that man uh, <laughs> which is which is kind of crazy but uh, specifically so Danny and Wendy was not so bad because uh, the way that they did this an, and and uh, 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 the way that they did it was just like there's enough information, there's enough context to know like, oh, okay, it's these characters, just different actors. Uh, We're giving you a little bit more like this, like supplemental material. We're starting off in this time, and then we're gonna jump to where we're going. And I got that. I think the problem that I had with it was a little bit later on when they did Jack, there was, they had shown him like a couple of times, but they, it was more obscured, and it was almost as if like, oh, maybe they don't want to do it. They just like want to leave you with the idea of Jack Nicholson's face. Like, in play but then when he is the bartender it is a different actor and that I was actually because of what they had done previously I was is it him like I was I was confused for a minute
1: well since they made such a big deal of the, that scene at the beginning only showing you his hands I was, yeah. thinking, I, was like, I was like oh fucking tell me they actually got Jack Nicholson to come yeah do this that would have been so badass um, they didn't unfortunately that being said it was pretty uncanny how he looked like him. But that's what I'm saying, though. No,
0: but the, the way they did it, though, it almost seemed like it was like, is it supposed to resemble him because of the way they set it up prior? That's why I was confused with his character. But then I had to think about it. I was like, well, they recasted these other characters, so it's probably just that because they're like kind of stuck in that... Time frame, like we we only see them at that age, so like that's what we're seeing. So they just and which is fine. And I got I got there eventually, but it was just a little bit of a it, it, it just it it pulled me out of the experience just for a few like a yeah, few I beats.
1: Could, I, I could see that.
0: Uh What did not pull me out of the experience was uh when they they uh, what uh, Wendy in the bathroom with the axe coming through the door. I was talking to uh my buddies that I saw with... I just thought that they they cut in the scene from the previous movie. I didn't realize they reshot that with her.
1: Wait, was that not the... I thought that they cut in the footage.
0: I thought so, too, and they were telling... they were insisting that that wasn't the case, and I haven't looked it up yet, but...
1: I'm pretty sure it is, and I'll I'll say it is, because the teeth... (laughs) The teeth...
0: (laughs) Uh... Yeah. That and the, uh... also the quality of the footage, I just thought it was as well.
1: Sure. Um... But why would they choose
0: to do that? I guess because it is a flesh... Even if it is a flashback, they showed you her at that age.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know. I'm just saying they shot all that other footage and that other woman had normal teeth, and the woman who played the original Wendy didn't. Right. So
0: uh, okay. Alright, so maybe maybe I'll have to go find that out, uh, because I'm I am very curious about that. Cause I, I was I could have just sworn that it was that. And that that actually it being a a splice of the shining actually added to my confusion of the jack stuff and other things was like wait didn't we just didn't we get her already as a different actor like that that's why I was little well the other home. thing
1: is I mean in the very first scene of the movie um, or the very first scene with the flashback after the cult open um, that was also like not stock footage but like footage from the original movie when he's pedaling through the, the hallways that's also seen from like that's that was actual footage from. but
0: the, the turn show. is not him is, is the new kid
1: well, no, he turns and it's still him, and then they, like, fade it, and you can see it's now clearly yeah. the other kid as he's walking through the hall of his house in Florida. No, when they, when,
0: they tu- when he turns his face uh, no, on, the, the on the bike, I'm fairly certain, when they, they show you a glimpse of his profile, I'm fairly they have, sure They have a different safe.
1: shaped head. Same haircut, a different shaped head.
0: From the back, yes. But then when he turns, I'm pretty sure it was the new kid. Because they didn't, I don't think they had that scene in the same way.
1: The, well, the they, they they showed you more with the old lady coming out of the doorway, mm-hmm. but him turning and looking at the door—that was the exact same scene.
0: Mm, interesting. I'd have to—I'll have to rewatch some of these uh, some of these clips to to verify. But uh, no, uh, either way, it was—it wasn't overly offensive. It was just a couple of those things made it a little bit confusing and jarring for continuity. But it's fine. Not not really a, a problem at all. Um, man, uh, locking. <laughs> When he locks the old lady in the bath, in the, in the, in the, the, whatever that thing is. That chest. chest. That scene is so badass.
1: The funny thing is, I have that exact phrasing on my... Really? (laughs) When when he goes into the bathroom to deal with her, badass.
0: Yeah, he's got like a slight smirk on his face and he closes the door. and He might as well just like crack his neck and be like, let's do this. Yeah,
1: (laughs) cracking his knuckles, crack his back. Yeah. he, He, not only... He walks in, seeing as he's walking down the hall, he sees her in the bathtub. Right. Uh huh. Walks into the bathroom, turns, turns to his the back with his turns his back on her. Yeah. <laughs> to close the door to say, "Bitch, you're gonna get yours now." Like, yeah. That is the ultimate confidence. He turns his back to her to look at the camera while he's closing the door. Yeah. As she's climbing out of the bathtub.
2: Hmm.
0: That's nah, it's intense. I also like the uh, mirroring of that with the scene at the end.
1: Oh, I loved
0: that. With ab- that was the top, just putting that that per- it was like a perfect bow. You know when you tie in a bow and it's perfect. That's what that scene was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, it was just very satisfying. And she does it too. It's basically, uh it, like the same the, the same like smirk on her face. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's her name? Uh, I think was it Kylie Curran. I think she, she was really good too. We didn't. Get oh to my god.
1: Tremendous! This is is really like the first thing she was in She was in one other thing I don't even know if it was a feature film And then she's filming something else now She has literally three credits But she's like she's believable as if she's
0: been doing this for years No she was great Like whoa (laughs) uh, A a handful of things First off that that scene at the end Putting a bow on it basically Embodying the other character that did it Very very well done Uh, Second The scene in the van when she like does the whole like limp arm things and turns the car like that was awesome. Uh, I
1: think maybe her best scene was when she lays the trap for Rose. Also, first of all, creepy as fuck because they like got rid of her oh. eyes and she's wearing the blue wig. Yeah. And but the way she just she's got this like manic grin on her face as she's like, "Oh, you came in here thinking you're hunting me." But no, that's not how yeah. this is working.
0: And um, she's like frolicking through her yours. mind.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that that was awesome. Yeah, she did she did a great job. Uh, also, you
1: know what? My, I think maybe my favorite. I, I know this, we're jumping around weird. Yeah, it's fine. But we're since we're past spoilers, whatever. Um, my my favorite bit of cinematography, uh, just how it was all set up in the maze when they're playing head games is kind of playing like a shell game, right? Where it's like. We're in your mind, or we might be in my mind, and secretly we've always been in Danny's mind, right? Yeah. And she's grabbing her and holding her, and you see something moving in the background, and we're all like, oh, Danny's sneaking up with the axe. Okay, great. And then you just see it's the chest slowly and silently (laughs) gliding, and I'm like, I was almost laughing out loud in the theater. It's so perfect how, like, absolutely horrendously slow this thing is just creeping up on her. It, As we see it coming into view There's no jump scare It's not like snapping shut no. It's just slowly drifting onto the screen And she has no idea She's like trying to logic it out Oh we're not in your head We're also not in my head So whose head are we in As it's coming into focus Getting yeah. ready to snap on her
0: The whole time it's like Be very very quiet yeah. <laughs> and all of it, We're hunting Rose it, the Hat Completely silent <laughs> oh man yeah that's that that is great i uh part of me like i i wouldn't have been upset if that was the end of the movie and they got her yeah.
1: <laughs> it would have been it so been satisfying kind of perfect like you know uh
0: well then i guess we wouldn't have gotten the possessed danny which was actually a really cool sequence so as well i,
1: I, I want to talk about that more later that that's, that's fine so cir- stuff.
0: circling back let's uh uh what's his name uh billy uh what a, I think he's a great character, yeah, and like the
1: he's also kind of a quintessential Cliff Curtis character. Oh uh, uh, yes,
0: yeah, it's uh, he might as well just be called Cliff in the things that he's in. Uh, at this point, uh, he's he's great. He's uh, he's lovable immediately. One of my favorite scenes is actually when they are driving, when him and Danny are driving to the lot that Aber told them about to dig up the kid, and he's like. You realize, man, if we don't find anything, like, uh, like, it's like you're at You're out of it. Like you're like you're crazy. Uh, if we do find something, you're so much worse. Like that <laughs> that, that and, whole.
1: And, and, and actually, like there was even a little bit of like comedy, like injected into that whole thing because he goes, "You're crazy," but like I can work with crazy. Yeah. I can fix that. Um, and he goes, "But if you're right," and he goes, "Yeah, no, I I know it's worse."
0: I yeah, it. <laughs> it's a, and it's a really and it's it's really great. And then, oh my god, when they're digging the kid up, the hunting story, like, what a delivery! Like that's an Oscar monologue. Like it's he's, so he's good.
1: Another, <laughs> he's another really good underrated actor because he's never can't really like he's not to the level. I, I don't know if I could ever put him to the level. But he's somewhat reminiscent of like oh, a weaving. character actor, like uh, like a Willem Dafoe or a Hugo Weaving. Yeah, it's like he's just always gonna be there, like bringing it. Yep. Never gonna get the chance to be the lead the way he should be, Uh and like to his talents. Mm-hmm. But like, you just always know he's gonna do his job and do it. Yeah,
0: well. yeah. Ah, oh, man, it's, it's it's so good that then the reactions when they actually get to the kid. It's just, it's it, it's intense. Like you know what they're gonna find, but you're almost hoping they don't. As the which is like, that's all do, on the actors.
1: Do- They'll say they do play around with reality enough too, where it's like there's the one percent in the back of your mind, of well, yeah, are they gonna find it? Even though you know they're gonna find it because, of course, they're going to because it happened. Like
0: yeah, yeah. Well, you're gonna find it after Kylie gave that performance of like being absolutely terrified and feeling them cut him open. <laughs> they're gonna find. It. Oh man, oh, but then oh, what a tragic loss of Cliff.
1: Well, he's the way that him, don't get too close, and it's like it doesn't matter how close he is
0: it's just it's too it's so quick he's ripped away from you and you know I mean, as, as like, soon as she says it, you know it's over but you don't want to believe it and they give you an extra 30 seconds with him and then it's gone and you're just like
1: it's like he comes in and saves the day too like he's yeah. fighting with people who are way above his like pay grade you know what i mean yeah handle himself well and it's like uh, part of me was even a little mad. Like, come on, man. Like, she's dying. She shouldn't have the ability to have that level of power anymore over anyone. You know what I mean? Right. Also, it got a little weird that we're, like, doing this, like, magic fighting this whole time and everything's magic. And then we just get into a, f- a straight-up gun show. Like, yeah. Like, where did that come from?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, like, one of those things where I feel like when they're, when they're going through the book, I imagine, and they're trying to, like, figure out how they're going to lay out the scene and how they're going to convert this to screen, they're just like... I feel like when they when they got there, they're like, "This is gonna be jarring," but let's just go with it.
1: <laughs> well, I guess it's the only way that that Billy could be yeah. on the same level as all of them. It's yeah. weird though because we never saw them using weapons before that. They've always subdued people without weapons. Now they also knew that they were dealing with a more serious threat in this case. But I, I guess I kind of expected it to be a magical battle. You know what I mean? Sure. Also, really cool, badass bait and switch situation. They totally like pull the fake out on you, right? Because she's there the whole time. Even though you know they're going to do some sort of subterfuge, you're waiting to find out what it is. And it's like, oh, we're going with the last Jedi. She wasn't ever there. Thing, you know what I mean?
0: No. Not only was she never there, it's a bunny. Like that's even better. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. If if Kylo sliced down Luke and it was a stuffed bunny, (laughs) that would have been amazing. Uh
1: (laughs) So, Tauntaun. Oh. <laughs> oh. Perfect. <laughs> um I also I got it in my own head a little bit cuz there's a lot going on cuz we're jumping to one side of the battlefield to the other side of the battlefield to her back at the house to Rose back on top of her RV like all this going on like with both things that are real and not real because we've got the whole magic situation and all that really cool thing got me in my own head where I was like I was tracking everything and I know Crow Daddy's not there and he said, I got a trick, we don't know what the trick's gonna be. Yeah. And so her dad is there with her, and they like th- when they flash back and you find out she's not there, and then they flash back to the whole thing, and they flash back and the dad's not there, and I was like, I feel like I should check that box for later. Yeah. And then they flash back again, and it's like, okay, we still haven't seen the guy yet. And I just assumed he was gonna lay an ambush on the level and get Danny, and it's like Oh no, he's he's there at her house. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. I was right. The dad did disappear. It wasn't just like a weird continuity error thing. Yep. Well, well played. I like, definitely. Well,
0: I was going through a similar thing of like I need to pay close attention to every scene of this flip back and forth because there's something in here. And then when it, then when you find out, it's like, oh, god damn it.
1: <laughs> I was also, like, okay, the no, dad was right. hysterical. He, 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 what's that?
0: The dad was hysterical.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: it was really he. He played that part with with the with the comedy of the character in, uh, uh, the Jordan Peele movie with, uh, 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 Us. No, the good one. Uh, Get out. He played like what? The he played like the the TSA guy. Like I feel like he had like a similar like funny vibe to him.
1: I was thinking the dad from Us.
0: Yeah. Um. He was. He. I just. The more I think about that movie, the more I'm. I'm just over it. Really. Yeah, I, I I didn't I I think it's like I really wanted to like it and I just don't think it was very good.
1: Um, it had good I'm parts. I'm in a similar mindset to you, but I'm actually intrigued to go back and watch it again now, knowing everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's and, and there's more had to it.
1: Several months of distance from it.
0: Hmm. I um, I I would probably give it another go, but it would like have to really present itself like in front of me <laughs> with no other options, and I doubt that that's gonna happen in this the way that I watch things now. So, um. Yeah. Anyway, he, uh, th- his like his shtick with the with the the whiskey or the scotch, whatever he was drinking, and like just like th- that is actually another another great scene because it's just it's just for you, the viewer, right? It's like it's really just for you. Of like you want to drink, and they're just like no. And <laughs> it's just like it's so it's so meaningful though because you know, like that they're that they're recovering alcoholics, and I think uh, there's a lot of stuff in the movie. That they probably like. I feel like if if anybody else made it and wasn't like super invested in the story or in the in the source material, they probably would have left out to some degree. Like all of the stuff as the aide at the hospital, like it, it, it at the at the old folks home, like that made the character. And I feel like somebody else would have cut that, and the movie wouldn't have been as good.
1: Well, the thing is, I it's funny because as I was watching all of that, I was like. This is probably 200 pages in the book, and it's like eight minutes of screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably the right call. <laughs> the reason that you can't cut it all is because they said the name of the movie in it. Oh, right, right, Ah, right. uh, he said it! Yeah, he did call that call exactly doctor Sleep. Oh, yeah, like, uh, you sleep doctor. you doctor sleep. <laughs> Although, weirdly, maybe cutting a lot of that material divorces it from Relevance to the rest of the movie Like we found him finding his humanity And getting connected back to his power Some right but it doesn't really Matter for the rest of it
0: I think it matters in that uh, In the closure and peace of mind That Abra will get when she Gets to see him again and it doesn't make the End of the movie jarring when he shows up As a ghost and two, it, it, this through Line of like using the powers Of communicating beyond The grave uh, to, to ground and comfort the living that are tormented. I feel like that was really... That was cool. Like that's what he, he was able to do, and now Avra had a little bit of that in the way that she did for her mom. I thought that was yes, really cool.
1: I, I, I can see that, but it feels like there was something that just was lost in translation there, where I could see... Like, the two pictures and, like, the severed thread between them, but I'm having trouble finding the thread that's supposed to connect it fully. It just it feels like there's something missing. There.
0: Do you mean to the book?
1: Or why, in the book, they would give so much, like, credence to that. Because oh, there has gotcha. to be something more to that material to specifically connect that storyline to the rest of it. Hmm. I think you're right from a kind of a very big picture standpoint but that wouldn't be enough to justify that inclusion.
2: Mhm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it works it works fine in the movie, but I see what you're saying if there was a lot more to it in the book. Uh, but g- granted, they couldn't do it. They they yes. this the movie has so much and I wouldn't want to replace anything that they've done with more on that space.
1: No, cuz that would absolutely probably end up dragging it down.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um the the thing that keeps bumping like jumping into my mind is the end of the movie. Is there anything before the end of the movie that you want to talk about?
1: Uh, well, one one little thing, just because it's kind of fun, because the rest of this is going to get kind of heavy and more, like, densely looking at what's going on. But I love that after all the time spent with those chests, we finally unleashed Chekhov's mystery crates. Because it was so cathartic when he does that, and then the, all the creatures came out. And yeah. I was like, like, you know what it reminded me of? Was uh, in, in Galaxy Quest, when they, he goes, there's one thing you don't know. We're carrying mine. Right. Like that's what, <laughs> it's basically the same flex at the end of all that. Like, she, ooh, you've got a lot going on in there. Tell me more about that. And he, she, he goes, I don't think you're gonna like what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: yeah. That, that I've was, been carrying that this
1: good. very explosive material for like 30 years in the back of my very damaged psyche, mm. and I'm about to unleash holy hell on you. <laughs> and just completely, like, she's been super powerful. Like we know that she lost her like like her. People made her more powerful, but then she jacked up on like magic PEDs. So like she's as strong as anyone is gonna be and has like that righteous anger to it, you know, the thrill right. of love, the hunt and all of that. And it's just like, that's adorable. This hotel is gonna fuck you up. Right. Uh, <laughs> and then it just does there's no suspense. It's just like, oh no no. no. Now we're gonna do the eating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was it, it, it was pretty awesome. Um one thing I will say about so like we we get to the uh to the overlook right overlook hotel, and um I you know they, there's talk of the boiler room and like turning it on and like it becomes a main piece in the movie that would have been completely lost on me if we didn't have the conversation we had at the end of our shining episode.
1: Yes, and it's also something I really liked that they did here because it felt to a certain extent like a lot of this ending in a lot of ways mirrors the ending of the first of the shining. It corrects the mistakes of the shining because that was so important. That really is what undoes the whole thing at the end. Um, The hotel blows up in the end. And that's why I'm curious to understand how this one differs from that one because they can't blow it up again. Right. So I wonder if they found some way to synthesize the two endings into one because the soul of the hotel, I think, was killed at the end of the first one, because the boiler room does blow up. Mm -hmm. um, And Danny and Wendy and Dick all survived at the end of that one. Now, Dick was an old man, so he probably would have died and come back like that anyway. That's not really much of a big deal. Um, But it also, like, updates the ending of The the Shining and All. And I thought it was really incredibly, like, powerful the way it was all done um, in a lot of different ways. I, I think, so, the way that that all went down Really, and it would have been cool if they had done it in The Shining, it absolutely 100% mirrors the ending of the original ending of The Shining. Interesting. In the, in the ending of the, of the Shining, when Jack is possessed, and he's chasing them through the house, and he's got Danny seemingly in his clutches, he pulls Jack out of that spectral being for just a minute, and says... And Jack apologizes, and that's why... I said, and they couldn't do it because of the way they did the movie, and I said to you, the, the, the book was so much more compelling because there was actually a relationship there that then is corroded by their time, whereas mm-hmm. he's basically just a dick the whole time in the, the movie. Right. It's a touching moment between the two of them where he realizes, oh, I fucked up, and I love you, but it just wasn't enough. I, my demons ended up overpowering my love, but there was real love there, and his last act is to tell Danny to run. And uh, right before Danny runs, he tells, as the creature's coming back, oh yeah, you haven't been on top of the boiler room, it's about to go up. And that's why Danny escapes, because the creature has to prioritize self-preservation over Hmm. capturing the Shining, because capturing the Shining from Danny means nothing if the hotel blows up. Right. And so the creature runs back down, and it can't stop it in time, and it gives uh, Danny and Wendy and Dick time to escape. And this exact same thing happens, where... Wait, Danny. sorry.
0: I Just want to pause for a second. When you say the creature runs back down, is the, the creature like a uh, uh, like a manifested thing?
1: Well, it's it's the hotel fully possessing Jack's body.
0: Oh, okay. So when you say it, it's like it's still Jack's body that's runs. It's back Jack's down. body,
1: but it's not Jack's personality.
0: Got it. Okay. It,
1: it runs back down to stop the and the same thing happens. Right? She tells Danny while Dan when it snaps back the hotel or before he snaps back, right? The hotel is going to explode because you didn't realize before he woke you up, he set this whole thing in motion, right? It was the one thing you couldn't account for because it was before you were fully conscious again. And then when the creature takes back over Danny, he runs down. It is the exact ending from the actual shining. That's pretty cool that in the movie, but so it's I Danny
0: that- instead of Jack. And it's, it's interesting. Yes.
1: And it's Abra instead of young Danny. Yeah. Uh, And I thought that was so important for all this because it mirrors so much of what this story ends up being about. Danny undoes the evil of the Overlook by way of walking his father's path. That is such a cool Mm -hmm. thing because how many times do we hear and see these stories of the son overcoming the sins of the father, right? Right. And in this case, it was heartbreaking when he's standing up there to talk to the AA meeting and say that the only way for me to have any connection, relationship with my father was to embrace the darkness that consumed him. Mm-hmm. Was to become an alcoholic myself, despite the fact that I watch it consume and destroy him. Right. As a child, it was the cost- source of all of my trauma and pain for my entire life. And that it's impo- important for me that I finally found the help that he couldn't embrace when he tried it himself. Right. And I'm finding it for real, and I'm pulling back from that darkness because I realize now, what a fool I've been... For embracing that. That there was no point in me doing any of this. That that there's no point in me being close to that. Because the, there are so very few positives to our relationship. And then in the end. After he proved like in the Luke Skywalker way of. I stepped back from the darkness that destroyed my father right. He then takes in the darkness knowing it's the only way. That he can eliminate it for good. It would be like if Luke went to the dark side temporarily. To kill the Emperor, right. and atone for the sins of his own father before coming back to the light and dying in that sacrifice, right? Um, and it kind of also mirrored the whole idea of stealing the steam that they talked about. He lets the evil in so he could cleanse it with his own pain that he had carried for the, his whole life, 40 mm-hmm. plus years of his life. Um, I, like The way that he stands and sacrifices himself in a way that his father should have back when it happened to him as a child... But he couldn't do it. He just didn't, wasn't a strong enough man. And Danny's lived a weak life and now is right. the strongest one of all of them.
0: So it's, it's so well done.
1: That's so moving. And he became the father to Abra that she needed. Right. And paid the debt back that Dick told him that he owed. Despite the fact that he never was unworthy to it. He tried mm-hmm. to find goodness in his life. Especially in those eight years of sobriety where he's Dr. Sleep. He's been paying it back to some degree. He's trying to do some good with his talents. Um, but he became the father that she needed in the moment that she needed it, considering he never had it. He, that's the truest form of transcending the, the weakness that he sensed and felt that he inherited from his father. No, I ended up being the father <laughs> that he never could be for me. Right. And closed the loop of that whole terrible circle. <sighs>
0: it's just like it's an incredible movie and i feel like against all odds like it it, it, that had to be very difficult to do yeah and uh they like it's just handled so well i am curious how the how doctor sleep ends like as the book i'm just just curious because like the way that like like you were saying like it's basically the ending of the shining so what happens in the actual novel i'm very i'm curious
1: So am I. I I would like to find out. um, yeah, Because I'd be a little confused. I'm sure there'd be a lot of similarities, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like they could do the exact same thing because technically the hotel was destroyed.
0: Right. I feel like instead of it being like, well, it's not the same thing, somehow I feel like it's going to add another layer onto how well they handled it. Because it was handled very well. Um, And it's just just rare. It's rare for a sequel to pull up its predecessor the way that this movie does.
1: Yeah, I, I... I, I don't even think it's a question that it's a better movie than, than oh, The yeah. Shining. Now, if you want to compare it across ages, because that was something we discussed in our episode of The Shining mm-hmm. for the anniversary, was like, hey. Does
0: it's this have a the impact today now? that that movie yeah. had then? No, probably but it
2: not.
1: It was like revolutionary but, at the time. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will say about this movie is it works much better as a horror movie than that one did. Like, that was a deeply unsettling movie across a lot of it, but there wasn't really a lot of actual terror. This movie left me uncomfortable doing oh, yeah. a lot of the sequence Absolutely. Like, in, in the way that, like, uh, typically horror-type things don't, because a lot of times you kind of know what's coming. There's, oh, there's going to be a big jump scare or whatever. And there was one or two of them, but not mm-hmm. really. They didn't really rely on that. It's so deeply unsettling and creepy and horrifying, the things that they do. Sometimes in the, just realist realest sense, like we said, that sense of powerlessness that, that Trevor Bradley has, or Bradley Trevor, I forget, I don't know what it actually, if it was first-last name, I was a little confused by that. Um... As like I said, it it allegorically was very similar to a rape. I guess it's technically, like the rape of his soul, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really horrifying to watch. Yeah. Um, some of the stalking and hunting things, some of the sensationalist, mystical things that happen, um, were were genuinely terrifying. Um, that was something that I found to be interesting. I, you know, it's it's rare that a movie actually quote unquote scares you, not in the jump scare sense, but in the this has made me so uncomfortable that mm-hmm. I feel like a frayed nerve watching it.
0: Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. It, it's, it, it's creepy. It's very. Really,
1: the last, the last time I felt like this, I was talking about it with, with Gianna the other day. Actually talking about this movie, I was asking her if she wanted to see this and she saw Shining with Me and she right. said, no, I don't want to go see it. I said, this seems like the type of movie and it ended up paying off that way. That'll be the first type to actually leave me really uncomfortable and, and quote unquote scare me like that since like Annihilation. Mm. which she watched with me, and when you and I watched, we were fucked up after that movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) Yeah, that was really really well done. Good job all around. Um, I've got no further notes on this other than just like... uh, You've gotten this far, so I'm assuming you've seen it. Uh, Unless you're Brian, who doesn't give a shit about spoilers. Uh, (laughs) Brian, you should go see this.
1: (laughs) This movie exceeded my expectations i'm glad it exceeded your expectations because you were really hesitant a while back to see this
0: oh i absolutely i will own that too like i I was absolutely wrong about this movie
1: yeah um but but i can understand from from that point how you felt why you wouldn't have been interested in the movie and Mm -hmm. like we said the trailer wasn't really titillating you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um i actually thought it looked a little cheesy and instead that hunting storyline ended up being really compelling
0: uh, one other random thing that we didn't mention that I thought was awesome, that just a really nice touch was the communication through the blackboard.
1: Yeah, it was kind of cool.
0: I liked that. It was just a it, it was subtle. It was there wasn't a lot of it, but then like when shit gets real, it's an aggressive communication between it, and I think that was really cool the way they she, handled
1: that. she almost blows the wall up. <laughs>
0: I, yeah, yeah, uh, it was it was cool. Um, I also liked that. Instead of like it, it, doesn't say red rum on the wall. It says murder, and he's looking at it through the mirror. Like that was like, the, just like flipping the switch on how that message is delivered was pretty cool. Um, I like that. No, anyway, uh, that's it. Right? Any, any any other notes? You got anything? Any other closing thoughts?
1: No, I think that's it for me. I uh, I'm really good. I this I would say that this, with the benefit of not thinking about this ahead of time, might have been the best movie we've seen this year.
0: Well, that's not true. Um, Which one was Endgame? <laughs> it's. I mean, I like that. Movie. No, I think
1: I, this is a better movie than that movie. movie? I, I liked that movie. It was quite an experience, but just as uh, as a movie,
0: I don't know. I uh, I would have to. I think I'd have to like reconsider and watch them together because I actually I I like Endgame as a film a lot better than critics do. Hmm. Uh, and I, I think it does a lot of things really well and really like, and just, and just right that people actually have issue with. Um, so I I think I'd have to like really, I have to really reconsider to, to choose one over the other, but I also am not certain. I have to go back through the catalog of what I've watched this year, but I actually was flipping through my movie tickets and yeah, there, the there's, there's fewer, Fewer big hits than I would have than I would have thought. Like I would have been like, oh yeah, I saw a ton of great movies this year. Uh, that's not true. I saw a ton of good movies this year. <laughs> not yeah. not great, but um, no,
1: this wasn't as maybe as strong as last year or the year before. I guess maybe especially twenty seventeen where we had Annihilation and we had The Last Jedi. And
0: it was a tremendous blockbuster year. Yeah, which is I, which is fine by me because I like I like I love blockbusters. Hmm. Um. But well that's all for this week's episode of flicks in the six we hope you enjoyed it as always if you have a movie for us to review or nuggets for us to discuss you can send those requests to flicks in the six at spin or tweet us at the spin tune in next week for more movie and beer goodness until then i'm anthony costanzo and i'm Al thanks for coming out The Mandalorian, episode two Uh, man Episode two, the child The child, oh god Who, The 50 year old child
1: Well the reason I, I bring it up was because the first episode Was just chapter one And so I assumed that was going to be Oh, for the rest but of
0: it. actually it says chapter two On the um The card in Disney Plus
1: Yes, but it's officially called the child
0: Yeah, that's, that's right Oh by the way, uh, spoilers uh, <laughs>
1: just, yeah, I mean, just in
0: case it wasn't clear
1: Spoilers for episode one, spoilers for episode two yeah. Just going full on into it And the funny, th- the first thing I'll just say here After having watched this, I was talking to My brother and my dad We watched episode one together But we haven't, they haven't seen episode two yet But on Sunday Before the three of us Watched it together uh, Dominic's friend Brian was over And me and Dominic and Brian were talking about the show And I had said I'd seen the first two episodes already and I said to him, we were talking about it. He goes, he goes, oh, like, he was asking me a little bit. He goes, without spoilers, like, you know, just ask me for a feel of what's happened so far, where it's going to go, this and that. I was like, oh, one of the surprises. He goes, I was watching the trailer. He goes, what's her name? Like, Gina Carano, is she, like, one of the leads? I said, the funny thing is, she's not even been in the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, because I wasn't sure if they're, like, positioning to be, like, they were the like, kind of co-leads of the show. I was like, maybe that'll happen in the back, you know, half or three quarters of the show, whatever. But the funny thing is She hasn't been in. Also, the funny thing is, um, the Mandalorian is not going to be the main character of the show. He goes, what? I said, I can't tell you who it is, but someone else is going to be the main character of the show. (laughs) The main character of the show is Baby Yoda.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which I just love that we're calling him Baby Yoda.
1: Well, we don't know what else to call him because we don't know what that race is called. We don't know what its name is.
0: Long-eared. Another another, uh, long-eared Kermit species. (laughs) I,
1: I think it's pretty safe that we can call him... Him, because it does seem like there's a differentiation between the male and females. I think so. And the female one that was in the Phantom Menace looks very different. From yeah. Yoda, so I feel confident saying him.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it basically looks out. like they put Yoda's face in a de aging app.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's funny because he even still has some of the wispy white hairs. But he also has like just pants. It's so good. It, <laughs> the um, outfit. There is so much wholesome baby Yoda <laughs> content on the internet right now, and. Since that's kind of what the spin tune is about, is like something that's fun and light mostly. Like, not that we don't get negative occasions yeah, yeah. because sometimes you're just going to encounter something that requires it. Yeah. See my screed against Jack Ryan season two. See your screen against um, building Windows PCs for gaming. You know, it's just going to happen. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to, you know, it's life. put lipstick on a pig. You know what I mean? Yeah. But our aim is to have fun and be fun. To the best of our I world.
0: want everything to be as wholesome as Baby Yoda trying to heal the Mandalorian's arm.
1: I want everything to be as wholesome as Baby Yoda trying to hunt a little like desert frog. Oh thing. my god!
0: And, eat, and eating it whole,
1: struggling, failing <laughs> is like oh that's adorable. He can't move. He's just a little puppet. Oh, oh god, he <laughs> ate it whole! Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and like you should be disgusted by that. Instead, I'm like ah, look at how good he did.
0: There <laughs> is uh. You'll you'll probably appreciate. It. So there's a character in Silicon Valley. Um, I think his name is Russ Hammond. But anyway, he in in reference to one of these to one of the other like really goofy characters, he says the line, "This guy
1: fucks,"
0: and like and he says it a lot. Like he like it's like one of his phrases. And uh, me and Damien that from because I've yeah.
1: seen that and heard that in conversation a million times, and I didn't know if, like if it had a specific origin or if it did what it.
0: D- Damien and I use that uh, that gif all the time of him saying it, and uh, okay. he he just caught up, and he just watched the first episode. I don't think he watched the second. Uh, he had just watched the first episode, and he went Yoda, and then I just responded to him with that gif, <laughs> just <laughs> in the assumption that is his child.
1: <laughs> I mean, he is so ad- well, listen. First of all, the math works. Mm-hmm. It could be Yoda's. I'm not sure. saying it is. Sure. I'm not even saying that I feel like it should. Be. Could the be the math works that it could be. Yeah.
0: yeah, 50 years ago.
1: Yeah,
0: I just love the um, idea of a of thing being an innocent baby for 50 years.
1: <laughs> Although more more likely and I wonder if this be good or bad from story perspective and just from... Was he
0: conceived journey, of the midichlorians? Um, what's that? <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say more likely he was conceived of midichlorians.
1: <laughs> no, it's very possible that he's a clone of
0: Oh, I didn't think of that.
1: Honestly, the resemblance is uncanny.
0: That's true. Um,
1: but just consider if it's fifty years old, mm. that would put it. If we go back thirty thirty five years, is roughly Revenge of the Sith. Uh, if we go back fifteen years before that, is roughly the time of Phantom Menace, which is also around the same time as when the clone army was being built on Palpatine's orders through oh, Master Sifo Dyas. I didn't think it about would that. Be within the realm of possibility that Chief Palpatine could have found a way to. Acquire Yoda DNA and create a clone through his buddies in Camino to build a Yoda clone, and that would put us. And I was very rough with the math there, but it basically checks out. Yeah, like within a degree of like one percent error there.
0: Oh man, yeah, that's uh, interesting. I mean, I, I'm very, I like that this mystery exists and that I don't know the answer.
1: Seriously though, how adorable is his little robe?
0: It's so good.
1: I mean. Just like, he's just kind of like silently like doing it. His ears are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It, I, don't, I don't usually get like this with this stuff, but.
0: It looks like cool. he's wearing, it looks like little pants. It looks like he has no shirt and little <laughs> pants that come up to his neck.
1: Little pants that like the waist comes. up to his neck. That's what <laughs> no, I because see. He's got like a little ruffle around his yeah. neck. It's like an ascot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he just only wanted to do is heal his arm. He just kept trying and he kept <laughs> swatted away. So sad. The
1: best part is, is it had a very E.T. vibe where he's trying to go, ouch. <laughs> he's, yeah. not, he's not saying ouch, but that's exactly what was going yep. on there. Uh, <laughs> As he just keeps climbing out of his little floating crib and he's just putting his little three-fingered hand up towards him. And the Mandalorian, I'm just waiting for him to like grab him like by the skull and put him yeah. back up into the...
0: <laughs> yep. Now, while Baby Yoda is the best part of the episode, the very close runner-up is the Jawas chanting, Egg.
1: Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> because all
0: I could think about was Grignac, Grignac. <laughs>
1: was it rock? Yeah, <laughs> rock, rock. <laughs> um, they really I, wanted, I, wanted that thing egg. Is, I, I was, I was, was it? What's that? They
0: really wanted that egg.
1: Oh yeah. Um, oh, then they I, ate it. Oh, yeah, it was really gross. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so goopy. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if
0: Brian's eating any of that at Galaxy's Edge.
1: Ugh. <sighs> Soon. One of our, our spin tune members at, is
0: selling. is at Galaxy Edge, and I'm very
2: jealous.
1: Oh, I actually added a little thing. I don't know if you saw at the top of the uh, the the Fallen Order um, initial impressions mm-hmm. article. I actually said Brian's not included here because he's out on assignment. Yeah, and and by assignment I mean he's taking his wife to Disney World <laughs> and we're going to report back with Galaxy and Galaxy <laughs> and Edge stuff for us.
0: <laughs> nice. Wow.
1: Um, but yeah, uh, the funny thing is I didn't really think about it until afterwards, but. Do you realize the first ten minutes of the episode, no one says a word? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple of grunts and groans and stuff, but, like... He, like... He, like, up to and including his raid on the moving platform... was The moving... rolling tank or whatever he called it. The Jawas, Jawas thing. The like,
0: Sandcrawler.
1: Yeah, the Sandcrawler, whatever it was. Um, which was a pretty cool little sequence. It was pretty, like, yeah. thrilling. And also, I'm like, why didn't he leave the baby behind? Why is the baby jetting along in his crib behind this brutally, like... Terrible thing that's going on is he's scaling it, murdering Jawas. He just yanked one out the window and threw that it. Was
0: that was terrifying. That
1: <laughs> <hard>. Yeah, <laughs> and then he jumps up, and they are all just there to cluster him with electricity.
0: Yep. <laughs> this was uh, uh more prevalent in this in this episode than the previous one. I, I came across a tweet from uh Max Goble from IGN. This is like a it's I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of the Mandalorian is like me playing with my uh, Star Wars toys in a sandbox. And I'm loving every minute of it, and refuse to engage in critical conversations.
1: Yeah, I saw that tweet. Yeah, it
0: was great. <laughs> it's like perfectly. It's perfectly said. Like it's, uh, it's. It really is. That scene in like in particular of that giant machine on treads, and like I, I see my. It, it does feel like an adult <laughs> with large action figure toys <laughs> playing, like yeah. doing this thing, because that's exactly what I would have done. <laughs>
1: Well the funny thing is too is my, my thought after watching two of eight episodes, basically nothing has happened. Yeah yeah. And I'm totally enthralled by what Yep. Which is an incredible feat. And it's not just like listen, Star Wars is gonna hook me, period. Like Mandalorian shit, whatever, there's been some cool action set pieces, but from a like just a big picture like narrative perspective, we're twenty-five percent done with the first season of the show. And other than discovering Yoda, baby Yoda, nothing has really happen which means they have to pack a ton of story into the next six episodes right yeah which also by the way really cool that they're like fully including like the trend that remember like bosk from which was another one of that rogue's gallery because there was boba fett there was the ig88 one of the bounty droids and then there was bosk who just turns into an even bigger clown than boba fett in the extended stuff specifically like what's canonical like the uh, the clone war stuff uh the trend are actually huge bitches like they're like They're actual, like, schoolyard bullies where, like... They're all, like, murderous bounty hunters. But somehow they're all complete wimps when it comes to, like, a fair fight. Um, Three chance attack. And these ones were not actually bitches. Like, they were pretty legit. Um, But looking back, something really cool. Someone... I don't know if you've seen this one. um, Someone clipped a video with it really, like, zoomed in, like, high clarity. If you watch that scene again before they attack, when he's walking through the canyon... And he looks around before the attack. You can see them jumping over the gap in the reflection on his helmet. That sort of attention to detail is incredible. I never would have noticed that watching it. I think the only way you could notice that probably is if you're watching on your phone. Because, you know, you have your phone this fucking close to your face. I was watching a 65-inch 4K television. And I didn't see it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Because, like I said, nothing has happened yet. So I'm once the story picks up, and it's gonna have to pick up. I, I'm curious to see where it's going, and you know what? Because the quality of all of it is pretty high right now, it doesn't feel like overload. Because that was the thing, right? S- we never had a live action show. Mo- a lot of people thought it couldn't be done. George Lucas wanted to do it so badly, didn't think it could be done, which is why he did the animated shows. Yes. Yes. Spoilers, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is. All of this year, we heard that the death of appointment television was the end of Game of Thrones. Not so fast, my friend, because everyone is hanging on this release. Like The internet is getting flooded on Friday through Monday with Star Wars content, talking about the new episode. About a new episode of a Star Wars TV show. Just think about that. In my lifetime, I never thought it would happen.
2: Yeah.
0: No, it's, uh, it, it's crazy. Um, I don't know what just happened there. I got very confused. My mic muted. Uh, but it sounded like you heard the last thing I said, so I'm not going to worry about it. Too much. <laughs> uh,
1: I was watching you the whole time, and every time your mouth moved, words came out. All right, so. perfect. We're good. We're all good.
0: We're good. <laughs>
2: yes. uh, speaking of we're good, uh, I think we're done here. Sounds good. I have spoken. Nice.